Hello everyone! We are back with another installment of Tasha's Kiss. The one shot that we've been, do been doing um, every so often here on our account here. The Madhouse of Tasha's Kiss. So, last left off, uh, our players were ex just entering the house, exploring around. And they actually ended up going on their separate ways, getting torn apart by these little magical puppets that sent them into their own separate rooms. And then they had their little adventures in there. And now they've all reconvened back here. But one of the characters is, is currently suffering a little bit of a... Uh, falling a little bit mad, if you will. Anyway, playing along with me is my crew that's been playing with us for the past few episodes. So I'll send it over to Ty. What's up, everybody? It's Tyler. I'll be playing Pazaros, the male dragonborn, once again. Uh, hi, I'm Katie. I'll be playing Ciro, an elf cleric. Hi, I'm Becca. I'll be playing Ember, a female half-elf sorceress. Uh, hi, I'm Tim, and I'll be playing Tinor, the male goliath fighter. Alright, so, the group has reconvened back in this room where they all meet up, and I believe you left off, and Graham was saying, Alright, we are ready to go, I'm pretty sure was kind of how she worded it. And she was heading south to get ready to venture into the next room. Um, Ciro and Paz, uh, have you guys, how, how are your characters kind of holding up? Like, I remember last time we were kind of going through where Ciro might have been a little mad at Pazaros for certain things. Or, I don't know whatever developed just, from that. Just a bit. Uh, Ciro was left behind. And was unable to save um, the NPC who we have deemed Shaggy because we never got his actual name and now he's fucking dead so we'll never get it. Hazaros is unscathed emotionally. <laughs> so. Because, yeah, you know, Hazaros probably didn't even bat an eye. I think you, you were just saying no. how, like, you know, Ciro's yeah, probably like right behind you. He was out first, so not only is he unaware, uh, he's not really even thinking about that random person to him. <laughs> All right, so Bertinor, have what was the effect that you remember rolling last time? Vivid hallucinations gives me disadvantage to all my checks. Gotcha. So very epic. <laughs> Amazing, perfect. Just, just what the doctor ordered. Uh, yeah, the fucking icing on the cake. After I was rolling like absolute dog shit. Oh my god, that's time. right. You kept rolling garbage. Ah. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. It's been some time since we last. Very week. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Very fun indeed. All right. So, Graham looks at the group before getting ready to uh, hop in to this like other goblin-looking face that's there. She goes, well, uh, this is this is the portal that's been uh, set up for us to walk through. Uh, uh, shall we continue? Oh, by the way, we should probably mention that it's been like a fucking month since we last recorded. Oh, fair. So, yes. So our voices uh, might not be on also, point for yeah, everybody. Before we actually get into the swing of things, uh, I remember basically nothing about what we were doing. So yes, we have so, <laughs> collecting taxes. True. Gentry's family disappeared. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I watched the episode, but like 
a week or two ago now, so it's kind of there, it's maybe, sort it's of. It's back there. I, can, I don't remember which voice I exactly gave Graham, so I apologize if that's confusing. Um, but anyway, so she kind of looks at the group for to say, like, I'm ready to go. Are you guys good? I know y'all just kind of met up, know each other, whatever. I'm ready to keep going to try to get out of here. It's kind of what she looks like. Uh, Sounds good to me. We still have to save Gentry's family. Ah, yes, yes, Gentry, that that boy, yes, ah, of course. Um, well, I hope his folks are doing the best and aren't, you know, one of those crazy people. Maybe fell for the mirrors, I don't know. What happened to you two on the other side, by the way? She's saying that to Pazaros and Zero. Because Graham has no idea what you guys went through on the yeah. other side. He was a, uh, we saw the most magnificent display of soul removal. You should have seen it. Soul removal. I wouldn't call that magnificent. Zero definitely does not look happy and looks a bit shaken up, honestly. I, I'm with him. I, I don't think that sounds like the best idea. Uh, well, I guess I'm glad you made it through whatever you went through. Anyway, onwards, adventurers out there. And she continues through the through the portal that's there. Adventure. So. Okay, yeah. As you guys enter this room, I'm going to read the next parts to y'all. Darkness extends in every direction. The only light source is a beam of light illuminating a seated chair in front of you. Imagine a culmination of everyone in your party as though you all somehow had a child with a bit of everyone's characteristics. Now, imagine the child was an adult with all the training, knowledge, and gear your party has at this moment. Now, Mm. imagine the creation sitting in a chair staring at you Finally, imagine there is no way out. As you all enter the area, the portal behind you closes, and you see this this creature that looks like a mass of all of you put together. It's got Graham's wrinkles, Tenor's height, Ember's hair, has a few scale patches on it for Pazaros, and it's carrying just all sorts of different weapons and things behind it in its bag as it's sitting in the chair looking at you. Just what the fuck are you supposed to be? It goes. So it sounds like just a garbled, uttery kind of mess. And just. Did anybody understand that? (laughs) As it's slowly starting to. It's looking at the group trying to like figure out as far as what's like your mindset because now you just entered right so all this kind of got flushed into this creature Mm. that's not an abyssal or infernal right no it is not i need to go back quickly and it starts to say some kind of unusual things and you notice that the room around you is starting to slowly change what's going on here it's starting to match the room to a familiar location to one of you guys 
you guys see that it's oh it's we're in ember's house excuse me swag and he's just sitting in a chair that's now been like shaped into one of the wooden chairs in becca's like father's house growing up oh this is awfully familiar it goes and you hear it now speak as becca's voice so becca I'm going to sound like you, but I can't do you, so we're going to pretend that this sounds like you. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to say, Ember, you there? Uh, yeah, that's me. I will allow you safe passage from here, as long as you give me one of your permanent memories. Do I get to choose which memory? Oh, yes, but it, 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 it must be something important to you. Um, and in return, I will give you one of my memories in, instead. What if I pass on that? <laughs> he goes, I, I, well, I, I wouldn't recommend it because if I'm being honest, uh, I might just have to attack you. Um, what do you mean, one of your memories? You see, and also now it becomes like Tenor and just mm. rises up. And Tenor, you see that the area around you turns into this, like, place where you see that there's cots set up with, like, combat veterans all around for when you served in the military the one time. Mm. I'm trying to remember back to your backstory a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it I goes, and it goes... What do you mean I'll attack you? I mean, I'll use this! And he pulls out your greatsword that you got there. No, I, I didn't ask him, what do you mean I'll attack him? I said, what do you mean one of your memories? Oh, I see. He goes, <laughs> dumb brain. He goes, sorry, I'm not the smartest. Well, <laughs> it's simple. As I become one of you, I need one of your memories. To allow safe passage. You will in turn lose it forever. But I'll give you something to replace it with. As he's now the gigantic Tenor. Grim goes. And well, uh, what if we choose to just not believe what you give us? And you see now goes. <laughs> as it like remorphs now into Graham. It goes. Well, you see that one of the memories I'll give you, you will believe. Even if you choose not to. He kind of shudders. Mm -hmm. Leans over to Pazaros. Well, uh, what do you think we should do, Mr. Lizard? I don't know. Uh, certainly are not welcome to my memories. So... But how would you even go about giving me a memory? Oh, good. As it remorphs now into Pazaros. Ah, oh, well, uh, you see, I would just instead, uh, as you tell me something, I will engulf it and then proceed to replace it instantly, as he snaps his fingers. With something from my own memory bank. Hmm. 
characters. Oh, and it, it may change your character's very strong beliefs on things as well. That's up. I think Pazaros would accept. He he is in the pursuit of knowledge, and if he can acquire this being's knowledge. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, so you see that like the room all turns into this like library as Pazaros was speaking. He's been studying manuscripts and scrolls throughout his life. Feels like home. Well, if you're ready, my fellow Pazaros, you take yours first. If... And you see too, like like everything that kind of changes about him, including like the weapons that he has, morphs to match the person. Hmm. Interesting. Can I make uh, an Arcana check as it's morphing? Just to see if, like, I know what kind of magic it is. Hmm. Uh, you could try. It doesn't. That it doesn't specifically say. Okay. Here, but doesn't have to then. Yeah. I. I. It's. It. It is the creature itself. Picture kind of like a ditto. So it's almost gotcha. not magic that's changing it. It's. It's its own very beings of cells that are changing. Gotcha. To help right. pay perspective for that. There. Yeah. Mm. Um, Azeros is curious uh, what happens after after what you may simply pass I shall open a door for only you to go through and then whoever proceeds to give me a memory I will send them through that door as well I will open a set of doors my apologies I'll open a set of doors for you to travel through you can take your picking let's open these doors Ah, but to do that, I I need a memory. Of significance. He still says this, Pazaros. So I guess we all gotta do this if we want to get out of here. I don't like this, but if it's the only way to go. He's... He morphs into Tinor and goes, I mean, we could always fight, but you'll have to watch yourself get killed. He smiles. Hmm. You all can choose death, but I'll take some knowledge and a door. Comes Pazaros again. I mean, think of it more as a equivalent exchange. You're losing something important to you that you will not be able to remember again. For the sake of something from me. But who are you? Ah. Who are you? It's a scene from that movie, right? Who are you? Um. And he comes Ember and he goes, Well, I'm you. I'm not sure how to argue with that one. I know everything you know. I have everything you have. For simplicity's sake, I'm you. But then what's the point of trading memories if you already are me? Ooh, this is good. You bring up a good point. (laughs) He goes, ah, well, I am you. But I don't happen to know everything certainly significant about you. I only know the average fine details, how to cast your spells, how to use your weapons. 
the basic arts of everything about you, what armor you're wearing, home life, but I need you to lose something in order to go through. It's like paying a toll, if you will. What? I'm not even going to hurt you as long as you do that. Don't one of us have to pay the toll for the doors to open? <laughs> or you need something from... Oh, God. All right. Well, I, uh, I mean, each of you would have to pay your own individual toll. That's bubkus. Not entirely. It's equivalent exchange. Wouldn't you agree, Pazaros? You, each of you gives me a piece of information, and I entrust with you an equal piece of information. Something that you did not know prior, or did not have prior in your life. Now granted, this may not be good information, and what you tell me might not be a good thing about you, but it's certainly something significant. So is this information going to be true, or is it going to be fabricated by the likes of you? <laughs> well, you see... It's going to be something that I tell you that you will perceive as true. So I need something true in return about your character. About who you are as a person. Something significant. I could list some examples, if you'd like, that I've gotten from those previous. Sure, go for it. Well, some people in the past have used the faces of someone significant to them. Maybe a loved one on a wedding night, perhaps. It could also be something that scares you or frightens you. That was something that maybe has scarred your past. If anything, I could be a redeemer in your eyes, if you will. So what, do you, what did you give in return? That's what I'm worried about. Ah, some information's good, some information's bad. A, a, a plethora, if you will. That is actually determined randomly. I don't actually even get to control what I give you. So what that means is uh, when you guys give him something, there's actually a D20 list of different memories you could get in a replacement for it. Huh. So that's why I say mix. So what will it be, everybody? Are we ready to go? Who's first? Emotions, his hands is like a come here kind of vibe. I don't even know what memory I would give up. Well, as long as it's something significant. Zero's <clears throat> kind of been quiet the whole time. He does not want to see this thing turn into him, so he kind of just nods. Ah, I see. That's fair. Graham goes, Well, I, um, I, I can certainly go first if the group wants to follow suit. I could always go first, you know. Wouldn't want you to worry about that, Graham. Well, I have to go at some point, she says. Any, right. any pose? I've got an idea. What if we all tell each other what we're giving up? So that way we can just, you know, tell each other what we lost. Ah, my dear tall friend, I, uh, people have tried that. And, uh, what you hear back, you will not perceive as true. You will deny it as false. You'll be like, that's not me, the great Tenor. Why would I do that? But I like your effort, kid. <laughs> I still want to know what kind of memories you'll be giving us. I don't really care what you take away to begin with, but... He smiles the most grimly smile as Tinor. Like, you guys have very, probably rarely seen Tinor smile, so seeing this just looks scary in its own right. But... <laughs> he goes, Well, one of you could step up first, now couldn't you? 
So Ember is starting to get impatient at this point, so she's just going to step forward and approach the thing. You seem go. Mm. Ah, my first person. First person. Oh. As he goes back into em- Ember. <laughs> Ember form, if you will. He goes, All right, um, what'll it be? You can even whisper it to me if you'd like to not tell the group. Wh- whatever works. No, it's fine. I'll just say it. Uh, you can have the memory of, um, uh, that time that I left home and had to say goodbye to my dad because that's, um, not a great memory. Now, I just want you to know. Well, this memory seems like it's implying of a two-way interaction. The person you're leaving home with, or that you left at home, he will still retain his memory of what happened. Are you still okay with that? Um. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You need something, right? This is the most significant thing I can think of. She nods her head. All right. Uh, sounds good then. And you see that it kind of like waves. It's kind of like ember hand in front of like your face. And your eyes kind of roll back up into your head. Uh, Becca, give me a d20. And we can see which memory you now get replaced with. Okay. Three. So what's the plan here? Are you just going to DM it to us? Yo, I really should DM it, though. Because only that (laughs) character knows, and it's up to that character if they want to say. Yeah. Well, would they even... Oh, no. Uh, I probably should have asked. What were you going to say? I could could still talk to you, like, out of character. If you you as, like, Tim Cares versus U.S. Team. Yeah, from a meta perspective, since this might come into play, do we know what memory we've been given? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this okay. This is okay. uh I was going to uh, say no. Uh Becca Becca. Um Oh no, I don't like I don't like so, your reaction. Out of all the characters that could have rolled this. Oh jeez. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think you should DM it to us. Though. I you am. And Becca, this is something where um once I give once we give everybody their things, mm-hmm. then we can kind of talk about it meta. If we want, or in or in character, it depends on what people want to do. Um, mm. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out as we go. Becca, it's only just you and your dad, right? Like, there's nobody else that you know of that's in your family. No, just us two, just me uh, or Ember, rather saying yeah. goodbye. To oh yes, oh yes, my father. That memory I know of, but uh, okay. So, in your mind now, you don't remember how you left home, but you know you left home, right? Because you ultimately wanted him, wanted it to take away how you left home, right? Yes. Okay. So it's not for those that for those listening too. Do you want to share how you left home again? Um. Because that's what you're sure. kind of giving up, right? So that just people can. Know what you're giving yeah. up. And I will DM you as soon as you're done speaking of what it's now replaced. 
Okay, so Ember left home to go adventuring because she always felt that that was her calling, but she had to leave her single father, who she was very attached to, and so they had a very heartfelt goodbye with a lot of tears and crying, and basically Ember really associates this feeling of guilt uh, with leaving her father alone with that particular memory. Um so she has a lot of guilt wrapped up with um, this feeling that she abandoned her father uh, to go off adventuring. And so that's what she wants taken away. Oh, Becca. Oh, but like you, you, this is so bad. Like, oh God, I'm sending it to you. Ready? Here you go. I'll let yeah. you do it while the next person steps forward. And, and I will, I bet you I can hear you go. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know. This is you're the one person that rolled this. I didn't want you to get. No. <laughs> Anyway, we'll get to you when we're done. So you can hold your thoughts and think how that your character would react after getting this. Um, and the demon open or the the demon, the person, I should say, this guy, this it, opens up two doorways for you. Those are the two I've drawn there. One goes to the left of your characters, one goes to the right. Now you can choose to either go back with the group and send the next person forward as this new revelation comes into your head. And um or you can choose to go through a door. It's entirely up to you. You are the only person right now since you're the only one that gave the memories that can see these two doors that have appeared in this room. Okay, so I have basically the door on the left and the door on the right? That is correct. Okay. I'll let you kind of process that if you want. I just need to know if you're going to go through a door or just go back with the group. Uh, for now, I'm just going to go back with the group and process that. I'm so sorry, Becca. It literally, <laughs> it literally says that right here. And That's <laughs> Terrible. I'm so sorry. Anyway, uh, who's next? <laughs> he now resorts to back time. to being like, he goes from being Becca's form. And like, he'll say like, as Becca's leaving, it'll be like, thank you. You may now leave if you want through any doors or with the group. Entirely up to you. And then it goes back to, to being like a stitched up combined mass different form of like the four of you until the next person speaks. Guess I'll go next then. Aha! Perfect! Alright. My dear friend, uh, what'll it be? Guess I'll give up the memory of one of my first missions where I had to kill some children. Ah, grimly one. Yes. Well, as long as you're okay with doing that, keep in mind that whoever witnessed this or knows about this well-being will still remember... You will just not. If anything, you will try to deny it if anybody brings it up to you. That's fine by me. It's weighed on me for far too long. Then hopefully I can act as some sort of pariah savior for you then. Perfect. All right. Now he waves his hands kind of in front of you as they glow. And uh, give me a d20. Let's see what memory it replaces with. I already did. Got a two. A two. Perfect. All right. Let's see what two is. All right. Drum roll, please. Oh, all right. Um, question. Yes. This, uh, Tinor's sexual orientation. Uh, this, these are all going to mess with like your characters as I heads up. Some are good, some are bad. And this is not like as bad as Becca's is. Holy crap, Becca. I feel so bad still. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you word for word what it says afterwards too. Like I, I had to word it into your character's version. But 
Anyway, um, Tinor, how would you say? Uh, I guess preferring female. Okay, sounds good then. And this is perfect then for you because of what you went through last episode. Hmm. I don't know if I'm going to like how that's worded. Seems kind of (laughs) weird. So this did not actually happen, but you were perceiving this as true. Got it. Memory's going to be like, oh, I fucked Granny one time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're kind of close. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, here you are, Tim. All right, and then he goes, All right, my big man, I'm now taking away your memory of sorrow and giving you a memory of almost completed happiness. Anyway, here's your two doors. Snaps his two fingers, and then the two doors on the sides kind of open up for just you. Now you and Becca can both see these, or you and Ember, I should say. Tinor and Ember can now both see these, and you can head back with the group as the next person comes forward yeah, or you I'll can, stick yeah. with the group. All right. So Becca, his is not as bad. His made the his made it a little weird, but yours is still so far. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he goes back to being his mass of just stitched. Now the mass is literally just like dragon parts, old ladies like sagging and little bits of zero in there with like the white hair. And like half of his half of his torso is like a button-down shirt and the other half is like plate mail from Pazaros, and it's got like the skirt bottom of like Granny's dress on. Help put that in for people's image perspective. For who's next? Well, I suppose I could take the next goal. And Pazaros will step forward. And yes, so the whole room again changes into like homie stuff. He becomes <laughs> morphs into you. And he goes. All right, my dragon comrade. Are we ready? What is your what is your memory you are giving me of significance? Well, there is ancient lore about how the dragons got the dragonborn specifically got to be on this world, and that is from the catastrophe of the dragon wars. So I will give you the memory of that war from when I was very young. I do not wish to be plagued by it any longer. He goes, I see. So, tell me of significance what this memory has to you. Well, when dragonborns are very young, their fathers lead them into battle, and then once their first battle is over, The father dragonborn leaves them to fend for themselves. So, the war between dragons is the last day that I saw my father. So I'm taking away from you the memory of the last time you saw your father. Yes. Alright. And, you know, an entire war for the freedom of dragonborns, but yes. He looks a little puzzled, but goes, all right, so I'm just to clarify, 
I'm taking away your entire memory of your being's war for freedom. And the last time you've seen your father. Yes. Sounds good. He has, he has much more secretive memories to keep. He waves his, like, dragonborn fingers in front of you, and then give me a d20. A d20. So your character will no longer believe that he is free, is what I'm understanding? And or, he... like, was in war? Like, in that war? I wasn't saying, like, for freedom, but, like... So he doesn't have any recollection of him, of the war, and he doesn't remember the last time that he saw his father. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Just to, just to clarify on what, like, you're losing, right? Or, or what yeah. now your character has thinks. So on top of that... He thinks that there wasn't a war. Like, that didn't happen. Okay. So instead of that, this is now what your character thinks. Okay. I have sent that to you. And okay. this is probably going to change how your character perceives things. Interesting. I will let you take that in any direction as you will. Because there's a lot of different avenues you could take yours. Yes. So, okay. I'll let you think. And you also lost the memory of the last time you saw your dad and about the war. Yeah. So as far as you're concerned, you just know a war happened, but you don't even think it impacted you. Okay. It's kind of how yeah. I... Because taking away an entire memory of like the entire war, I feel it's a little difficult, right? Like you're like like you know you're being your your species is free. You know that there was a war, and all you know is like I don't remember the last time I kind of saw my dad. But there's yeah. this other thing I do remember, and at the same time, you don't remember the last time you saw your dad. But instead, during that time, you remember gaining this memory. Okay. Gotcha. So rather, if the memory I told you impacted the last time you saw your dad, that's something I'll let you think about. If that, how much that affects your character and whatnot, and if that memory is probably still pertinent. Okay, we have two people left. Zero and Graham. Zero is finally going to step forward, <laughs> and he's going to ask that. Can I forget the name that I was once called? I don't want to associate that with myself anymore, because it was not me. Ah, that is definitely something significant. Not something good, but certainly something I can help relieve you the, bur the burden of. No good enough. He waves his elf cleric hands in front of you as he literally erases the name that you were once called from your mind. So you don't actually remember anything I would about assume, that. Yeah, I would assume the way it works is like he has memories but the name kind of is like fuzzy. It's, and it's fuzzy. Not clear. Yeah, it's kind of like picture Charlie Brown. With the the wall. Well, yes. Not maybe, yeah. not maybe to that extent, but... But exactly, like, it's fuzzy, like, if he were to think back on those memories, he wouldn't be able to recall it. Give me a d20, we'll see what it has been replaced with. 
Six. I love that everyone has so far rolled different numbers. It has been nice, because if we get an overlap, it might be a little crazy. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, this yeah, is definitely... Like uh... Okay. Question for the group. If somebody harks about something... Hmm? Hark is like, uh... Listen? Yeah. Uh, it's like having others listen to you. You know, it's like that, uh, Christmas song, very fitting since it is close to Christmas. Hark, they herald angels sing glory ah, to the born king. It's calling, it's calling so, for someone to listen. To hark is Gosh, to, yeah. yeah, call for someone to listen. Yours, I'm gonna, I don't know your backstory super well. Like, I read it. So, I will let you figure out, because you, you used to be a medic, right? Patched up some pretty much Actually, hold on. Yes. Never mind. Don't listen to me, because I'm dumb. Hark does mean listen. Okay. Uh, you got it. Yeah. Stupid, because... It's, it's like a call yeah, to I listen, essentially. No, Hark just means to listen, because oh. usually it's used in the form of telling someone to listen but you know it's like saying run you know you're not run doesn't mean that you're telling someone to run it just means that you're running you know okay that that's yeah sorry for the confusion no um, that's don't. fine um and this is something where um out of everybody's i have to be a little more lighter with yours katie just because I'll let you kind of interpret how you want to use that in your character story. Just because you, you you shared your backstory with us. Yeah. But as far as like names and like important details, that's something I'll let you kind of fill in based on whatever you see fit for this. But yours is a little different too. So far, the most character changing one so far is definitely Ember. And I think Pazaros is a close second. Mm. Um, Katie's, yours is less of a constant thing but now has become more of like maybe like a distant memory that still Im impedes lightly i'll send it to you there and i'll let you kind of interpret what you want that to be there you kind of get what i'm saying there kind of okay because that is almost word for word what it says here all right well i guess granny's up now right yeah. Okay. Granny walk. It's, I don't know if me typing that anymore helped, but. Um, okay, so Granny came up and says to the person, Well, uh, me. She does in air quotes. If I could, I, I'd like to lose the memory of. What happened with one of my dearest family members and how that they were dying from a disease that plagued our town many years back. My sister, she was affected with this pulsating disease that caused patches and bulbous swelling all over the body that then just pussed and it was just, it was just a mess. I would like to still remember her passing, just not the pain and endurance she went through going up to that and the creature goes yes uh, I can help arrange that for you of, of course 
and wiggles its hands, and I'll have Granny roll a d20. All right, well, everyone got different things. Yeah, you'll love to see it. Oh. <laughs> what? Granny's is just all over the place. Her memory, she got. Like, it starts in one tone of voice, and then the last sentence changes the entire tone altogether. What? <laughs> so now all the doors have opened, and you see the creature goes back into being like a mess shaped and thing and goes, You owe me leave now, whenever you're ready. As it turns and walks back and sits down on the chair, just looking at everybody. So, uh, I think we can leave. Ember's, like yeah, Ember's kind of like tearing up a little bit. Um, yeah. We better get out of here before he finds us. All right, which way are we going? Left or right? Maybe right? Sounds good to me. Let's go. I will leave through the right door. I follow him. So we'll see. Alright, everyone follows through. Alright, before we move on to the next room, I feel like we're not going to talk about it in character, but uh, do we want to, you know, enlighten the viewers at home and talk about it from a, you know, meta perspective? Yes, I I think that would be good. Um, Yeah. Katie, yours was kind of weird. Did you think of anything otherwise? I mean, there's another one on this list that's, that's pretty darn good I could give you instead. You'd rather. Out of everybody, yours was kind of the weakest. What? I was thinking that Ciro probably, since he was a medic, he was treating someone, someone died, their family member came to, I guess, identify the body and also collect what they had on them, and something important was missing from said body. If that body's missing, allowed. No, no, the body's not missing, but it's a heirloom, like a family heirloom oh. that was taken from the body that of like I guess whoever had came come to claim or identify it. They were hmm. like that was missing. Yeah, to read Katie's, um do you want to say anything about the last part of it? Have you thought about that one much? The last part of it there? After the dot dot dot? Well, the fact that you created the corpse, I would say, is that Ciro was treat them and save them in time that they died under his care that's fair no that's good yeah katie's was for those at home um that fair family heirloom you hark about was stolen from a corpse you helped create that corpse it was hers um i'll say grams now because grams was certainly an interesting one um it's a little bit so it says it was cold you were sick The blizzard covered their cries. Even if you weren't sick, there was no way you could have heard them. Maybe. Hopefully, burying them was a sure waste of a weekend. That's vague. I was like, wait a minute. Hearing people crying in the distance, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, she's burying them. Oh, okay. As they're alive. Got it. So I would perceive that as the, the creature took away the memory of her sister leading up to how she died 
And then had her burying her sister while her sister was alive. Was the memory replaced with that? Is yeah, how, is how I take up. that twist. Oh, boy. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's like she thought that her sister was dead. So she started to bury it, but then it turned out her sister wasn't dead. Yeah. But, like, she couldn't unbury her in time or something. Maybe that's what she thinks. Mm, that's good. Definitely be. All right. We got three people. Who wants to go next? Poor Graham. Uh I can go next. Uh, I think that Amber is madly in love with me. And uh, I rejected her because I thought I wasn't good enough for her. So that's interesting. (laughs) That's Uh, not awkward at all. And that's why I was like, you know, last time, I would say maybe like that happened before you went mad. So you saved her from the mirror. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And in your mind, you're perceiving like she fell in love with you because you saved her from being stuck in the mirror and then so i think that the way that's gonna affect my character is that i'm gonna kind of keep her at you know arm's distance basically like kind of give her not like entirely the cold shoulder but something close to it because he doesn't want her to stay attached she he kind of wants her to move on or whatever you know this is great because ember's character has no idea about yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to kind of start being a dick and she's going to have no fucking clue why. <laughs> Ooh, that's <laughs> good. That's good. Uh, Ty, I think yours is next for severity. Becca, you still took the cake. Hands down. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Ty. Ty. <laughs> Becca's real. Yeah. The other ones and she's like, I got this one? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. All right, um, so Pezros lost the memory of the war for dragonborns and his father before he set out alone um so instead of like being haunted by all that death he can no longer sleep and he is haunted by the thought of a man named elder rowan who i believe will find me and kill me one day and i i am severely afraid of this man yeah, so he lose so he he loses the memory of how like he separated ties with his father. All he remembers was like, oh yeah, I, I left home for for some reason, and then the yeah. memory came in where it's like, I had to leave to you know protect myself from this elder Rowan, so my dad didn't get attacked or I didn't get attacked by him, and yeah. this man is coming after me. And I've been I've been running from this man my whole life. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty character changing. But yeah. while that is character changing, you still know about your dad. You still have some other stuff. You just now have gained like, like a looming almost ghost, you know, that's like haunting you. And yeah. and while yours is crazy, Becca, there's so many other ones here that would not have been good. But the fact that you rolled that one, I will let you go on and um and, and explain. Oh, 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 yeah. Ty, Ty said his was pretty much there. Tim said his straight from the book. Becca, I will say what yours said in the book, and I had to alter it to fit your story after you're done. So I'll let you explain yours for, for the class. Okay, so my new memory is that my father was slain by a demon. One item that I carry was a keepsake of his, and so now I feel remorse because I don't remember the last thing I said to my father. To clarify, my dad, or Ember's dad rather, isn't really dead, but she believes or knows that her dad is really dead. So if I like ever met him again, I'd probably 
just deny that that was my real dad because I think my real dad was killed by a demon. Damn, that's fucked. It's so crazy. Like, <laughs> like, when you rolled it, and I read the thing in my head, I was like, it says, oh, a former lover slash spouse was slain by a demon. One item you carry was that person's keepsake. And I was like, oh no, the only character I know from Becca's story <laughs> is her what papa. Big rip, dude. Holy shit. God, what a character change. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Um, oh, you should make it the demon I have a pact with. That would be funny. <laughs> oh my god. Um, a, a interesting one for flavor, because there was one I thought that was kind of interesting I'll share too. Um, you have a son named Gentry Hull. He doesn't impress you, and you know that makes you a horrible parent. Gentry I Hull's... that was mine. What was that? I wish that was mine. Um, and it well, says parentheses. Was, that the, was that the one that you were gonna assign cereal or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you and it says oh, in pre- oh, okay, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad you didn't. Yeah, that would have been just because. But also, Cyril's trans, which is the whole forgotten main thing, mm-hmm. and that would have fucking kicked his dysphoria up so badly. Oh, jeez, poor guy. Okay. Yeah, All like. Right. I don't want to mess with that too much. No, that's that's fair. So. Um, if you were wondering, it says in parentheses afterwards, Gentry Hall's father wants to love his son. He gave up the memory so that he could. Oh. So that was a memory from Gentry's dad. So oh, after shit. I read that one, oh, I can so kind of this... perceive that it's like a gift exchange kind Got of it. thing. So you're getting like, memories uh, from what, other like people. White elephant or whatever it's called. What? The white elephant, where you all put things under the tree and then swap them around and get yeah. something off. So, oh, yeah. so if one of us had rolled the same number, would we get the memory that the other person gave away? Yes. That's kind of cool. That would have been interesting. <laughs> I, and some notions, it may have been a little weird, but it would have been still yeah. okay. Having a tearful goodbye with fucking Ember's dad. <laughs> Not even your own dad. With Ember's dad. It's, like... it's a game of, you're my dad, boogie woogie. <laughs> um, Alright, I'm trying to remember. You guys went right or left? Right. We went right. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, right goes, alright, let's put you guys here. Skip a little bit in the little book. Oh, I did not want to do that. Okay, well, here we are. All right, this one's going to have some interesting parts to it. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to read the part as you guys come in. This we did room. It, guys. What was that? I said, we did it, guys. We're alive. We got through one whole room, dude, and it didn't take three hours this time. One more room. Yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, five. We're now in seven, just to do the rooms numbers to help you out. Um, a, so you guys walk into here as you enter this room. A large round bed made with satin sheets of black and red checkerboards is in the middle of this room. Resting on tables, a vast collection of miniature models of towns litter the room. Farms, chapels, rivers, bridges... You find examples of all such items in this showroom. Their details are carved intricately. One of these models sits on a small platform by the bed, its pieces slowly coming together, 
moving on their own. Several items stand out as well. A large oval mirror with changing of different colors on it behind the glass, a brass lyre, a short sword with an emerald encrusted hilt, and a teacup resting on its own pedestal. Shadows moving behind a transparent blue curtain hanging from the west wall, or in this case, east. All right. Uh, am I still suffering from hallucinations, by the way? I will say that they're done. All right. That Sounds was, yeah. Good. So you're, you're good. Just one with a double check. Yep, no, you're, I'd say you're definitely good. Uh, hmm. I guess I'll take a look at the short sword. I'm not going to touch it or anything, but want to get a good look right. at it. Should I, should I roll investigation? Um, yeah, I'll let, how about this? We'll let people divide and conquer. So Tina wants to go to the short sword? Yeah. All right. Where do other people want to go? Uh, Ember will go to the the lyre. That's okay. how you pronounce that, yep. right? The, yep. It's like a musical instrument. Yep. Um, Sarah's going to look at the models. The models of the towns and stuff? Sure. Yep. Hazaros will gaze into the mirror. Gran will hang out and look at the bed then. So Alright. So we'll go right around the room then. We'll do this short sword first because Tina wanted to jump to short sword. Yep. Alright. <clears throat> Uh, let me check. I have no modifiers on investigation, so just one straight d20. Ah, hey, oh, 20! Alright, I'm gonna read you every shit. single thing about the sword then, because that's a net 20 and everything that I possibly can that's important. We um, did yeah. it, boys. We rolled in double digits. Yeah, because <laughs> you kept rolling ones last time. You were due. <laughs> you were due. So proud. You recognize this sword from a lot of the posters you saw up in town. She must use this sword often during performances. She found that the sword, too, had a singing property to it. Like, if you were to hold it, it would sing loudly, breaking out into a massive chorus of multiple voices. And the emerald in the hilt, according to the pictures, would light up, pulsing with the rhythms of the songs. Hmm. So you see it sitting by, and you notice, and you recognize this is a very rare short sword. And you notice it has little short sparks shooting off of it every once in a while as you're looking at it. Mm. While it's not in your hands and sitting on the hilt, it's just sitting there like a normal sword with every so often a few little sparks. And you notice this is a very rare sword. Mm. Um, I th- think that's everything. All right. Uh, am I allowed to know if uh it only sings when I touch the actual sword itself, or like can I touch the hilt and not have it? You sing? can. Um, is from it- what you can tell, is while in the possession of you. So maybe if it's held in your bag or something. Got it. All right. But you're you're the only one that you, if you were to look at it, like you could kind of talk to all the twenty. You're like, yeah, this sword is definitely a sword that does stuff with magic and stuff. But meaning, like, do you want to touch it at all or no? Uh, you're not getting any cursed vibes from it. Like, you're not getting that there's any secret twists or anything from it. If that's what I guess. You also um, notice that if you attack with it. Uh, you get a bonus to your attack and damage rolls. I won't say what the bonus is right now, but I like, guess if my investigation concludes that it's not suspicious, I will pick it up. Oh yeah. So while while you're holding it, you're gonna hum a melody that you find soothing or inspiring. Maybe it's like a war song or like a party song mm-hmm. in a tavern with some friends at some point. Got it. Um, but only you in possession of this weapon can hear the music. Ah, okay. So, 
Yes. Um, you also, meaning you're holding on to it. Um, <laughs> do you, mm-hmm. what do you want to do with it now? I mean, do you want to put it back? Do you want to just take it? It doesn't, there was no reaction when you took it off the pedestal. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. like, like, none of the sparking hurts you because it's on the blade itself. So you notice, like, if you were to hit somebody with it, you get an extra D4 of thunder damage on a successful hit in addition to the damage mm-hmm. you roll. And <laughs> while it's in your hand, you're like, this is, like, oddly light. I can swing this thing like a madman. And you get a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls with it if you were to take All it. Right. Otherwise, you could leave All it. Right. Um, can I see the uh, fucking, like, hit DC and damage for it as well? Or no. Um. So it, I, so it does the same as like a short sword as a short sword would, but you add okay. a plus two to the damage rolls and all that. Okay. Uh. Now I just need to figure out where I can find what a short sword does. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Hang on. Um. One d six. Actually, can I add it into the? Well, I'm probably just gonna give it to one of our party members anyways. But one d six. Uh. Piercing. Finesse. Light. Got it. I'll send you a picture um, of an Does anyone in our party have a or like use a short sword? I think doesn't uh Ciro, I think. I think we all could use I it. have a long sword. But... Oh okay. I mean everybody can be proficient with light weapons. Yeah. But I'm already I mean, I have a great sword, so I'm already dealing quite a bit of damage, or at least slashing damage. Me too. I have a great sword as well. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think it should go. It, or if Ember wants it. Yeah, I'll I'll wait for us to all investigate the corners of oh, the room. Oh wait, question. Before, you know. Would he give it to Ember after the confession? Oh, good point. Good point. Uh, I think he still would, like, you know, he's, you know, the logical choice would be to give it to someone who uses a short sword, but, uh, he'd probably be, like, a little, try to act, like, indifferent and, like, maybe a little, I don't want to say standoffish, because that seems harsh, but. Here, take it. You know, <laughs> maybe a little sundere or something. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> no. thinking. <laughs> Not like I wanted you to have it or anything. Baka. <laughs> Drop it. Just like imagining Tinor say that would be. Beautiful. Stupid senpai. <laughs> All right. Uh, regardless, well, f- I'll figure out who to, you know, pawn it off to once everyone else investigates their stuff. Because I feel like everyone should, you know, do their Go own through thing their things. We... Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Pazaros, we'll do you next. Um, so, you're looking directly into the mirror, right? Like, looking at it? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is a four-foot-tall mirror. Um, meaning, like, you could potentially pick it up, carry it. Four feet tall. Oh. Fuck it, let's go. Um, but I need you right now to give me a uh, D six followed by a charisma saving throw. Bet. Two. Two. Okay. Wait, didn't you say D six? Oh yeah, that's a D eight, me boyo. <laughs> oh. 
What are you talking about, Willis? Six. <laughs> okay. Six. Oh, okay. I need that D twenty on Christmas saving throw now. Let's go. Eight. Uh-oh. Oh. So Ty, upon looking into this mirror as Pazaros, you notice that as you're looking at it, your arms are like feet. And your feet look like your arms. So like you have no fingers, they're replaced with these like dragon talons for like your legs. Your oh, tail's coming out of the top of your head. Your nose is like on the back of like you're now like dragon foot hand and where you're like your hole is for your nose you have like a big talon coming out from your toenail basically you're seeing a bunch of rearranged appendages on your body and different body parts all over and you failed a christmas saving throw so you're gonna see a horrifying reflection of yourself and you're suffering from short-term madness for one minute oh my god so I need a D100 to see what short-term madness effect you're currently having because you saw this grotesque appearance of yourself. Oh, snap. Finally, I'm not the only one going insane, dude. Oh, how do you... It's about time. Just a D100. Yeah. I'll let you do it, yeah, to see what madness you get. Oh, okay, some of these are nutty. Be careful. Oh, you know what would be hilarious if Tino or gave uh, Ember the sword and was like, here, you could show your father a sword you want. And Ember just looks over, my dad's dead. <laughs> God. Uh, 70. Okay, straight 70. This is awesome. All right. The character does whatever anyone tells him or her to do that isn't obviously self-destructive. Okay. And you have that for... It says for a minute. Okay, so that's actually not too bad, but you have to write on your chart as one of the madness things there. Because you fail the madness save. Yeah, I'm just making like a notes of it. on your madness tracker. So remember, every three you take a long-term madness. So, yeah. Basically, not if anybody tells you to do anything, you'll just do it no matter what the cost is. Um, Yeah, so you just saw that, and then like you're basically like, your mind's so like shocked. You're like, I can't think clearly. Uh, just listen to whatever anybody tells me. I, I guess I have no free will, really. I just somebody tells me something that's got to be right. I don't, can't make my own decisions. I chose to look in this mirror and look what happened. Like, oh god. But anyway, so that's the. Uh, While I'm mixed up, like I see a monster of myself. Correct. So... That is correct. All right, uh, that was, uh, first thing was, by the way, Tasha's singing sword. The next one was Tasha's hideous mirror. Um, all right. He's going to keep that to himself. About, about what he saw and stuff? He's not going to share it? Yeah, yeah. All right. Ember, you are by the liar. Yes. Oh, so should I, I'm looking at that thing. Um. Should I'm I gonna, roll? Um, do, 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 do. Okay, I will just tell you stuff about it because you actually don't need to roll for this one. Okay. Um, since she's known for using her liar in like posters and things, mm-hmm. um, you would just recognize that that's her liar. She calls Maestro. Um, it's a wondrous item. Um, do me a favor, actually, give me a d twenty. Um, investigation, actually. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what you, what what else you could pick up from this. 
Okay. 17. All right, yeah, I can take a bunch of stuff. You gain a plus one bonus to magic attack rolls made while using this liar as your spellcasting focus. So different classes have different things that they use as their spellcasting focus. You also learn, oh, if I attempt to use this, bad stuff could happen if a, if a, if a bard hasn't attuned it to me or helped me learn how to use this properly. Like, this is some high-level magic. But you also learn that you may use an action to play the instrument and cast one of its spells. Once the instrument has been used to cast a spell, it can't be used to cast a spell again until the next dawn. The spell's use of your spellcasting ability and spell save DC, so whatever your normal statistics are to cast spells. And some of the spells in it are actually pretty useful. Like, if you need to understand languages, uh, flying or levitating, moving around, um, being able to slightly, air quotes, teleport with through some mist, if you will. I'm trying to hint at different spells that it, it gives. Um, when you use an instrument to cast a spell that causes the target to become charmed, on a failed save, the target has disadvantage on the saving throw. This effect applies whenever you're using the instrument as a source of spell or as a spellcasting focus. So if you cast any spell while you're holding this on to cast spells through it like your focus, if it mm -hmm. involves charming people, they have disadvantage on being charmed. So it could be, if you were to think with that 17, a possible way of her being able to charm and control a bunch of people, that's that shows that's probably what she used to do so, was this liar sitting right here for perspective. Okay. So I know all that just by looking at it? Yes. There's like one or two things I didn't tell you specifically because you know, 20 year old 17 and 17 is really high up there. There's some stuff I didn't say, but that's like 95% of it. So. Okay. Maestro. And it's just sitting there up on the shelf. Uh, so it's up to you. There doesn't seem to be like any traps or anything set up in this bedroom because it literally is, looks like Tasha's bedroom. <laughs> so. Yeah. Ember's going to take it. All right. That sounds good. You can write uh, the Liar Maestro down on your thing. And you get to make sure you write two that gives you a plus one bonus to magic attack rolls made while using this magic Liar as your focus. If you choose to use okay. it. So just be careful, like I said, if you choose to use it without being attuned to a bard or somebody that knows magic. So. Okay. Alright. Cool. Alright, next would be Ciro. All right, so you were by the models. I am. That was I will... a question. Sorry, it came out like a question. No, that's okay. Yes, you are. I was just going to read what the model says here because while there's not stuff you could take, they're just kind of, they're doing stuff on their own. And I was just going to read to you what it does. Because um, mm -hmm. I would assume your character would just naturally see this. It's not anything I have to have you roll for. So you would notice that the, oh, the demon, the demon like Tasha, you know, this performer here, must have visited several towns in her lifetime. And each town she's visited is represented by a model here that's set up all over this table. Um, these towns, though, aren't limited to little human outposts. She seems to have visited, like, elven glaives, dwarven tunnels, and even orc and goblin camps at some points to put on shows. The model that's really familiar to you is that it's the town that you guys went to that wasn't paying their taxes in the beginning and it says that it's on under construction it says with like little mystical things that are flying around perhaps even more harrowing there seems to be hundreds of blank title tiles set aside for if she was to travel to other places that she has planned 
you can kind of see that it shows where she's been and she has plans to go to other places and heck there's even the one we're in right now that she seems to be putting in as a building for the models he is not a fan of that but yeah so i'll take note of it Graham's just been, I'll say, instead of looking at the beds, but just been kind of like following people and just looking, eavesdropping on what they've been looking at kind of thing. Um, so I'll leave it back up to the group at the top with um, Tinor. Um, it's up to people now. There's still a teacup, a bed, and a curtain with shadows behind it that are moving that you guys could investigate or look into. Whatever people Maybe want Maybe the to bed do. next? Sierra, do you want to go to the bed? I'll let you sure. go to the bed right now, then. Just because I know your miles was kind of... Didn't really get anything or had anything super crazy happen. Um, Alright, so the bed. Give me a wisdom check. So you see, like, the sheets are, like, red and black checkerboard, satin sheets. And you see that there's, like, um, giving small waves of, like, little ripples seem to be flowing underneath the sheets. But I will also need a perception so I can tell you more. Or less. That was the wisdom thing? Uh, yes. Wisdom oh. is perception. Oh, you want actual perception. Well, that's fine. That's the same thing. Actually, no. My perception is plus five with um, proficiency. Uh, um, so, here. Hold, hold. Did it. There it is. Sixteen. Okay. Very nice. So you're noticed too. You're like, these are some expensive sheets. I could get like at least a hundred gold pieces for these sheets. Like looking at them, like these are nice, you know. And you notice that they have a little bit of musty smell to them, but they appears that nobody's laid on them in quite some time. So your mind's kind of boggled on why there's these ripples flowing underneath the sheets, or like what's going on underneath them. Because normally beds just don't flow. He's not going to mess with it, though. Okay. Sounds good. Actually, wait. I had a bad idea. Oh, what's your bad idea? Yeah. Kazarus can't say no if I tell him to. As that is... And while I told Pazaros that, as far as what you know, the group hasn't really, air quotes, reconvened yet. But we can say the group reconvenes now and then people can go out and do whatever if they want. True. Like, I wouldn't, like, this is out of character or whatever. But also, Ciro is, in fact, still kind of ticked at Pazaros. Ahaha. That's that's true. That would be a reason he could probably be like, hey, how about you come touch this? Uh, yeah. Or you okay. come, you come take a look at this. I guess you could. It can't. Put, it can't be anything that puts me in direct harm or self-destructive. Yeah. So as far, but as far as if it's the unknown, and it doesn't seem like it would hurt you. Right, anyway, will... we could say that the group kind of meets up, and then you guys will have a teacup and a curtain, and I guess more of the bed if you want to investigate more of stuff further. The group sure. can kind of meet up, share what they have kind of found when they dispersed. All right, I've also done the math, and uh, the singing sword does as much damage as my great sword, but it has a lower minimum damage threshold, I guess. 
Uh, and also has a higher hit DC, so I'm just going to fucking keep that thing. <laughs> Including the electric damage? Yeah, so... Oh, nice. It, it deals 1d6 plus 1d4 plus 5 compared to 2d6 plus 3 for the greatsword. Uh, the 1d4 being the thunder damage as well, so... Unless we come against an enemy made of lightning, I think it'll probably be better. Flavor. What'd you say? What's flavor? Flavor. Flavor. Uh, so... Alright, so I'll let you guys kind of talk about what you guys found there. Kind of in character, you know? We'll do a little role-playing stuff on, like, what happened. You know? Yeah. Uh... I guess Tinor is going to be like, hey, I found this sword. Seems pretty good. I might try it out for a bit, see how I like it. Basically that's, all he has to say. That's cool. Hazaros. Oh. Yeah, no, Sierra's just going to nod. Hazaros will kind of turn around from the mirror and look at you guys and be like, do you see a tail on my head? Uh, are you okay? Like, are you... <laughs> You out of it or something? There's no tail on your head. Mm. Don't be stupid, Pazaros. What about my feet? They're f- as much feet as they were before. Well, carry on then. Have we found anything? Well, I found this. My sword. I found this, and Ember holds up the lyre. I'm sure it will come in use at some point. I think it has some interesting magical properties that I could probably put to use. Magnificent. Mm. I found some models of a lot of different towns, including the one we're in right now. It seems she likes to keep some sort of trophy of sorts of where she's visited. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like she's committed a lot of uh, destruction if she's done this with multiple towns. Seems like it. And there's a lot of them too and space for plenty more. Granny goes, And uh, that is peculiar because I don't know what the dragon and his little friend there saw on his side, but we really haven't seen many people, or even bodies for that matter. Mm. We saw quite a few in that room. Ah, uh, uh, gotcha. Like, as, as many as we assume from these models that she could have taken? No, not at all. Just a handful in that room, though. Ah, uh, but... well. We best be careful, well, though. They must be going somewhere. Right path, we did take yeah. the right path, though. There definitely could have been more people down that left pathway. Mm, and but... there also is the curtain. He's going to turn and kind of motion at it. The way it moves, there's probably something behind that. There is no other door in this room, after all. Mm, true. There's a teacup over here as well. I'm going to take a peek out, I suppose. I shall investigate that with you. And I will follow him over to the teacup. 
Tikka. 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 Yeah. I'll let both of you give me a... Uh, actually, it just kind of says information, so I... Oh, oh, there is one thing, actually. Give me insight. There's something at the very bottom I, I just noticed that you could roll insight for. Insight. Ooh, plus two. Oh, no. Negative one. I thought you were going to say investigation. It says... In oh, oh, insight. Oh, Sorry. Oh, God. Fourteen. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you didn't oh just go over Ty. Uh, I'm I'm too busy tripping, sorry guys. Yeah. Okay. Did anybody notice? See the teacup, dude. I'm like, wow, this teacup is huge. <laughs> You're like, oh this teacup looks so nice. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, like, so I'll tell you guys everything and then yeah. I um the last part, I will say that um, just Tino notices, but Pazzo's notices too. It's a porcelain teacup, ivory in color and exquisitely detailed with gold filigrees rests on a five-foot-tall pedestal. This is one It seems to be one of, like, the Jester's prized possessions. Like, it's just sitting by itself on this pristine-looking column. Mm. As you notice, there's no magic properties or anything kind of special about this teacup, but what Tino noticed, so Pazaros is like, some little specialist teacup, like it's by itself, okay, she likes cups, whatever, but Tinor <laughs> notices this teacup must hold some emotional value to, to Tasha's kiss. Why else would it be on a pedestal in a room filled with treasure? Like, why is this just here by itself? You know, like you have, like you guys talked about, there's a sword, a lyre, there's models set up of places she's been, but then there's just this random piece of china, but it's not like a used piece of china like this is kept in the cleanest, most pristine condition you have ever seen, Tinor. Mm. So she must really cherish and like this teacup. Hmm. Can I try to grab it. Yeah. With with the zero check, I feel like he would just be like, "Oh, a nice cup." <laughs> Picks it up. Yeah, I mean, you can pick it up. Nothing happens when you pick it up. It's just a nice, uh, a nice cup. But Tino notices, like, you're grabbing, he's kind of like, yo, that's probably something important. You know, like, that's... Yeah, put that back down, <laughs> idiot. Oh, 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 right away. And I just immediately put it back down. Or it has some emotional value to it to her. Yeah. The matter. Be careful with this. He told it me to probably put it down. means something. I... <laughs> yeah, he told me to put it yeah, down. Sure I will do. put it down. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so Tino, that's up to you if you want to share any of that with the group. As far as Pazros knows, it's like, yeah, we just found some cup. Yeah, uh, I will. We're anyone, like, investigating anything else before I... Is Zero or Ember checking out more of the bed or the curtain or anything? I mean, I think the curtain is something we should all look at. Yeah. As... True. Whatever. Group. So unless someone else wants to look at the bed or try and figure out what's going on with the did bed. You tell, what did you tell me? I'm sorry, what did you I'm trying to remember back? Did you tell anybody anything about the bed or no? I didn't do anything. Oh. No, I didn't I didn't mention it to anyone yet. Gotcha. Okay, so what are the what are you two up to? Um I don't know. I'm gonna look at the bed. I'm gonna take my own look at it. <laughs> gotcha. Um, you said it's like, uh, 
it looks like there's something going on under it, right? Correct. It's yeah, like it's like moving. flowing. There's like waves of like movement underneath it. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna reach for the bed sheet and just like pull it off to see what's under there. Ah, perfect. <laughs> I don't know. What have you done? No, no, it's not. It's not like haha, oh. perfect. You're in trouble. Screw you. No, it's something that's hidden that if the players find. Something kind of cool happens in a kind of cool sort of way. Um, all right. So I will read what happens here. Removing the sheet, you're going to reveal that the strange bed that Tasha sleeps on, a unique force field seems to be holding these floating ghostly souls of nearly a hundred humanoids which create a slow rippling motion in the mattress as they move about. And they're all like kind of oh. like, like looking at you as they're traveling behind this, like inside of this like little force field as they're just staring up at you, like flowing still amongst the picture, like picture, like the souls in the Scooby-Doo movie where they're in the fountain. Right. Am I remembering yeah. right? Yeah. Picture like that. Okay. Well, guess that explains where all the bodies are. Or at least where their souls are. Zero's mm-hmm. gonna kind of just step away from the bed. Azeros is gonna ask, You guys see this, right? Zero will give like a weak little nod. Hmm. We uh we found a teacup over here as well. Looks pretty important, separated from the rest. Must be valuable to whoever runs this joint. Uh think we should take it with us? I mean it couldn't hurt. Yeah. We can smash it right in front of them. That's what I'm thinking. Or at least use it as a bartering chip if nothing else. Um Do the souls seem to be in pain or like do they look like they're suffering hmm they look like they are worried and scared because mm. and your character i suppose wouldn't know this but you're not the only one looking at it right zero would kind of seem like thinking back well the soul that Degamir was ripping out, didn't like to be ripped out, and was a normal person. Meanwhile, the body was happy. Right, Zero, if you remember that from the mm-hmm. other room? Same with um, Pazaros. Mm-hmm. So these souls look like the same reaction that Degamir's souls were that he was kind of ripping out. Where they were like, didn't want to leave their body, they were worried about it all, they didn't want to like die, you know? So Pazaros definitely remembers... Yeah. That what this looks like. So that's these souls to an extent. Meaning there's a lot of them here. So. It's that word of the day. What'd you say? Magnificent. It's my word of the day. I also missed a password. Did you say anything about the mirror or just? Uh, kind of. No, he just seemed concerned about it. He uh, just asked if he had body parts in various places that they're not supposed to be. 
so. Like the souls are kind of looking at you all, kind of like scared and worried, almost like pleading faces. Um. Cut open the bed and let them loose, or? I think we should try. They don't seem happy down there. So Ember's gonna like touch the force field and kind of see if it like gives at all. Not to your hand. Like pushing on it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that's good. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, I had to. That was good. Um, so, uh, for context for the viewers, yeah, uh, we were sending pictures of what we were imagining the bed looking like. Uh, and someone, I believe that's the scene from Hercules with the river sticks. Yep. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I didn't know that was from, but I remember Ryan that. replied, "Yes, but in bed." And <laughs> now we have the quote, "Yes, but in bed" from Ryan uh, memorialized. Immortalized, I love it. Um, but yeah, like Becca, you notice like okay, I can push on this bed, like it and moves, so it's not like a like a, a sturdy structure, for sake. Um, okay. DM to players since you did that. Your reward is the bed has an AC and the bed has hit points given to me in the book. Mm. Okay. Uh, so Ember's gonna take out a dagger and, um, try to cut a hole in the bed. Alright, give me an attack roll. Okay. Right Right now I'm gonna say a dagger's not gonna be enough for hit point wise, but Mm. you can certainly hurt it. So, so that's a, just a d20. Yeah, and then add your attack bonus. You're using a dagger, you said, right? So you had plus four to hit. Oh, yeah. Thank so, you. Yep, you're welcome. So while you're doing that, uh, Tino, you said you kind of wanted to break it open? Or, like, you suggested as well? Uh, you I, to... I just suggested it. Okay. I'm gonna, like, you know. Oh, boy. So Becca's like, you guys look at uh, Ember, and Ember, like, being, she's kind of like, well, you know, I'm a wizard, I don't, or sorcerer, right? I don't normally use these daggers. So I'll just push on it, and, uh, and I'll push, and, and I'll pu- try to push this dagger in. And you guys are seeing like the bed is just not piercing at all. Zero, who's beside Ember, is kind of down to free these souls because he's also like very sympathetic and all. So he's going to take out his long sword and give it a swing. That'll uh-huh. do it. Yes. And 19 will. I just got the multiplier. Uh, okay, so how much damage are we doing to this bed? Healthy 10. 10, alright, yeah. You see that, like, you definitely cut away, like, half of this, like, protective force field jelly layer around it. Like, you cut in and you're like, alright, my one attack from slicing this thing did, like, cut into, like, half of this plasma membrane that's surrounding this bed. Wait, going? <laughs> well, I guess I can give it a go. What's going on? Swing uh, that I will just use the great sword for this. Not gonna actually, you know what? I'll try out <laughs> Tasha's singing sword. Get get a little practice run in with it. So that would be uh first off. What is the uh by the way, because I'm a fucking yeah. 
name good. it to this. What does the hit DC do? Is that you just add that on to the yes. D20 roll? So, okay, yep, so like your six for the great, great sword is this, you add six, I believe, to this one plus as well. Eight. All right, I'm using the singing sword, so got a plus eight to that. Oh, I actually have to type in the slash roll first. Yeah, that it's, help? It's, it's annoying. You get there. 13. 13. Yes. Yep. That's enough. Yes. So let's right. see how much damage. And then make sure you so, just do like plus, plus D4 D. after your total as well. Just to add the thunder. Yeah. Got it. Roll. 1D6 plus 5 plus 1D4. 14. Right. Yeah. So, good. Tiener, do you want to describe how like your one swing from this just like tears apart this membrane? And the souls go flying? Uh, yeah, sure. So I kind of just thrust the short sword in. Oh, I will describe the sword for you quickly, too, as you're doing it, right? Oh, okay. So, when used in combat, the sword sings loudly, breaking out into a massive chorus of multiple voices. So, any any song that you want the sword to sing? Uh, I don't know, fucking acapella of Ride of the Valkyries. Perfect. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so, you know, I... You know, kind of uh, stab with the sword. Goes, you know, the whole song and dance. Oh yeah. The sword gets in. You know, you, you can clearly see it through the force field, and then the little shocks coming from the sword kind of spread throughout the force field, and it just pops it. Perfect. And all the souls go flying out, and they all look at everybody, and they go. As all the hundreds of souls come flying up out of the bed in front of everybody, and they all like fly up into the ceiling and float away into the darkness, because there's no really walls set up in this in this room. They're all kind of mm. just like fading out into darkness. So the souls go flying out in all different directions, and as they go flying around, each of you guys, including Graham, get like a little bit of this like ghostly shimmer that shines down on you all, mm. and you all receive a blessing of protection. You gain a plus one bonus to AC and saving throws. Ooh, very nice. Uh, for and how long? Not until X. You just get it. Oh, just according to forever. the book, you just right, get right. it. And I was like, um, okay. To be fair, most people probably don't don't attempt to to do that either, because that uh, that came up in another area as well. So, hmm. what was it? Uh, Plus one to I AC and uh, yeah. saving throws. Got it. Oh, it says my bad. I apologize. This is until the end of the adventure. That creature oh, okay, gains the okay, following. Okay, okay. Yeah, so right. you have it until the end of the one shot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll just keep it in mind then. Uh, all right. Well, I think that about does it for the stuff in here. I'm gonna, you know, grab the teacup and carefully, you know, place it into my rucksack. Maybe like wrap some cloth around it to make sure it doesn't break or anything. Okay. I do want to say too. There's then there's like one goblin head along like this side of the wall here still to show like where the next doorway is. Ah, okay. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Mm. But we still haven't checked out the curtain. Yeah. So, I think we said we were going to all do that together. So, do we all want to mosey on over there? Maybe take a peek behind? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Who is doing the peeping? Uh, I'll leave it to one of you. <laughs> If you tell uh, me to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> that's true. Are you saying that to him? Or like, have you told them that? No. Okay. Yeah. 
So we still don't know, but uh, as, as a volunteer, um, <clears throat> uh, I, I would like the honors of revealing what is behind the curtain. Sure, go for it. Awesome. Do I try to be a little sneaky about it, maybe just peek behind it up first, make sure that we're not learning anybody on the other side. Right, 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 right. Uh, okay, so he will slowly move the curtain. Okay. What's behind curtain number one? True. As you, like, move the curtain, you see that there's these three kind of, like, two of them look humanoid. One of them just looks like a... a, a no, there's four. I apologize. There's four things in this room. I thought there was three. There's four. And I will go through and I will tell you what you what you see here. Upon looking into this room here, you see two, like, two, eh, three air quotes, kind of humanoids. One of them appears to be on all fours. You see a human girl with red hair. There's this hooked creature, this hooked monster-looking thing, with, that's, like, on its bare feet that's got, like, a beak for, like, a nose. There's this woman with, like, demonic bat wings and like long stockings that appears to just be like walking around and there's this little creature on all fours that's like and it seems to be like gnawing on metal in the side of the room Zero's gonna glance well can Zero see this or no I mean it's just Pazros looking because I think from what he said he was just gonna like move the curtain a little bit right okay. just... yeah so it's up to him I'll whisper to the group I see a few uh monstrous looking individuals like I saw in the mirror back there. So you might have to tell me if you see this too. And he'll kind of like move to the side. Mm. I guess we can all take a peek and see for ourselves. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. the demonic they're, woman has like far a, away. a tail as well. One with like the leathery de- demon wings and there's like the hooked hand looking bat turtle. I don't know how to describe that one very well, but one of them's like a brown little creature on all fours gnawing on metal in the corner, and the other one's like a, a, a appears to be a human girl with red hair. Mm, don't suppose she's plumpy or whatever. Yeah, can I make a his, like, what do you have a history well, check? Sure. That? Okay. I feel like we should all make that kind of. Yeah. Because I feel like we could all piece it together, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so would that be history? History. Wait, if I have proficiency, how does that work again? I'm done. Add your proficiency um, modifier. 15 okay, I think, for I think roll 20 already does that. Yeah. Uh, I got an 11. So. Oh, gosh. I have a 23. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you get... Oh, you have disadvantage, right, Ty? Is that what it was? Oh, no. Why did you roll twice? I have advantage. Oh, advantage. Okay. Yeah, so you and Katie are like... Yo, I... I think that's Gentry's sister. That's for sure her. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. red and plumpy. If only he was here to tell us. No. True. No, I'm playing. But yeah, you were, if you were to surmise, Graham goes, I recognize her. That's one of the girls from town. Hmm. Uh, okay, so how do we get her out of there? Does Paz still have the descriptions of the rest? Because if so, I'd like to hear what he put down. Yes, that that is Sandy, 
wife of McGee, mother of Tabitha and Gentry. Sandy. No, that's Tabitha, right? That it's a girl. Yes. Young. What? No, Sandy was red and plumpy. Well, she has okay, red hair. Maybe also, you wrote Tabitha Sandy. also had red hair. Oh, Tabitha also had yes. red hair like her mother. <laughs> Oh, you man, a mother, daughter, same hair. Never heard of it. Um, Dragonborns aren't good with your human names, all right? Tabitha, what is this? What is Sandy? That sounds <laughs> gross. <laughs> Somebody say boo? <laughs> <laughs> yes, th- this would be Tabitha. What do the others look like? McGee, the father, is bald <laughs> and missing an eye. Sandy is the primary red and plumpy one. <laughs> and then you know Gentry. Mm. That's the young boy. Alright. And then, you know, the rest of the town, minus the ones that are dead. Well, do we want to go in and retrieve her then? Yes. I think should. Yes. I'm right. down for anything. Are we going and swinging, or do we want to see if they're passive first? I am horrible at stealth. Well, as am I, but... Um, I am too, with disadvantage. Um... Hmm. We should probably try to be stealthy if we want to avoid combat, especially considering there's a small child at risk. Hmm, that's true. You notice a little plaque on the wall that says, like, Tasha's prized, um, creatures. Hmm. Did you say something? Like Ciro sees that. If Ciro sees that plaque. Yep. I mean, Is... I guess the other two are kind of like two are monstrous, but at least maybe the woman could be reasoned with. Possibly, she seems like she'd at least understand if we spoke mm. to her. Hmm. If they're creatures, this girl could also be like a mimic or something so we have to keep that in mind but i don't know how mimics work in this game because i'm dumb <laughs> but you know so we um, should go ask then yeah all right uh what's the plan here group are we going in guns blazing or we Wait, I, I forgot is the girl like conscious oh they're all walking around they've yet to notice any of you oh okay they don't. They don't seem. You don't be, even hear them. They don't seem to be ready to fight anyone. Well, if they're not attacking a girl, then doesn't seem like they would attack us, though. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should try communicating. Perhaps they know one of our languages. I'd say that's not a bad idea. Uh, do we all want to go in then? Heck yes. All right. Okay. Do so. I'm assuming there's no. Is there like a barrier stopping us or anything, Ryan? Or are we free? Ah. Are you reaching, like, are you guys walking or what's up? Pazros was in first. Okay. Pazros would, before he can get fully into the room, like just beyond the curtain, he gets stopped by an invisible wall of force. Mmm. Skirt. (laughs) Bumps his snout against the glass or whatever. And if you were to guess, that's probably why you can't hear them and they don't seem to notice you yet. Mm. And all the creatures behind here are, like, on their own. 
Meaning they're not like, they don't have any recollection of the other creatures in the room. Oh, okay. So they don't, like, know where. Are they in, like, separate. They're all like, wandering about. They're just inter interwalking. But right. they don't seem to acknowledge or even see that the other ones are even there. Hmm. Or if they do, it's not that they are of seeing them anyway. Well, do we have a way to break this wall down or what? Hmm. Fist, as he tries to hit it. Bong. Come. Everyone give me investigation. You can look around the walls, see if they see anything. Ooh, oh, uh, let me see. Uh, I suppose I can investigate. I don't have any modifiers for it, but uh, I guess it's yeah. also trying to suggest. I mean, we could all investigate, right? Yeah. Yeah. No okay. sense in not doing that. Go for it. Yeah, I got advantage. Have a flat fifteen. Second one go. I got the seventeen. Is that? No, that was from before, I think. I got a 12. Yeah, I will say um, Katie and Tim both notice oh, there's a lever yeah. on the side of the wall here by the models. Mm. Think we should pull it? Well, here gives a nod. Here goes nothing. I'll, you know, tug the lever down. Okay. You, you hear as the barrier of the wall of force that's there just like pushes you guys it doesn't push you back anything it's just like if wind just blows past you for a second i thought you were gonna say that it pushes us in and that we we're gonna all be trapped in there no it's, it's like, only. Uh -oh. no <laughs> well that's a rip time to go home part three we're done uh -huh. <laughs> team wipe no yeah so as you guys get as the wall like dissipates all the creatures seem to now like look around at each other and the girl's like, um, what's going on? And you notice that, like, the hooked creature goes walking towards her. And is like, ah, 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 and is, like, walking like he's going to attack her. All right. Well, I guess yeah. I'll charge into fight. All right. I think it's, I think we should all initiative. True. That was messed up. Do I, do I add the plus one I have to initiative uh, for that? I don't remember. What was that? So I have a plus one to initiative. Do I add that to the D20? Can you yes. Yep. All right, just want to make sure I'm fucking up right one. Oh, because that's your dex map. Yes, yes, yes. 13. Um, did the other people's roll? It's rolling. Yeah, I rolled a 13. Yeah, I got a 13. I'm going to be going first, it seems. Alright, uh, Becca and Tim both have the same dex mod, Ty. Cool. What does that mean? If they're on the same team, they just go at the same time. It doesn't really matter who acts first, I don't think. That's true. Alright, roll for the demon woman. 13. I would be able to communicate with her, correct? Uh, with Infernal? Or Abyssal? Yes. I'm gonna roll for the little brown dude in the corner, not on um, Mattel. Oh, he got seven. And the last guy with the hooks that's going towards the girl. 
Okay, monsters, you're failing me. Nice. <laughs> You'll love to see it. Love to see it. Roll for Graham. All right, Graham. Hang on. <laughs> Graham's schmoovin'. And I'll have the girl go when Graham goes. If human NPCs work at the Shout table. out to the fact that Graham is still going before one of the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> when a grandma beat you in initiative order. <laughs> True. Alright, Ciro, you do get to go first. Okay. Can I, like, grab her and just yoink her away from things? And I would definitely need an athletics to proceed to yoink's child. Okay. My athletics, uh, plus two, not bad. Would you have to move up there as well? Yeah, she'd have to get No, that... And the Alexa turned on too, lovely. No. So you go over there and you try to pick her, pick up this, this child. And you're just yeah. like, oh, no, I have noodle alarms. And put it back down. <laughs> can I can I at least, like, get her behind me? There. <laughs> yes. There you go. Attempts to, okay. to, to do so. Alright, so Tyler's up next. Uh, the, 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 I'm going to just keep calling her Demon Girl because that's what we know her as right now. Did... Mm -hmm. Oh, has a oh, I see. That's a thirteen. Never mind. Yep. You are. Ty goes too. first. Then. Ty goes before her. Mm-hmm. Ty, you can do what you'd like. In her native tongue of infern or abyss. Which are you using? I'll go with infernal. Okay. And I will say, uh. Like, stop. Do not attack the child. Are you being held prisoner here? Why, yes, I was. And I don't know if it what? was all of you that entrapped me. The last thing I remember was going to see a circus performance down in Avernus. I don't know where I am now, and I'm not happy about it. The one who's locked you up is Tasha. We are seeking her out. Hmm, so you, you say. We were the ones sent here to stop this. And why should I believe you? You're somebody I've just met, after all. I swear by my patron fiend that I mean you no harm. Ha! Well, we'll see about that, she says. So, Paz, besides talking, did you want to move? I won't let you fight or do anything, because that was a pretty big conversation. But Yeah, no. I wanted to. Are you just stay right there, or are you moving at all? Did the map change at all, or is it just... No, you're still in the oh, bedroom yeah. versus in, like, this... I want yeah, to say like a habitat room, there. but like I will, have, <laughs> I will have walked in to 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 talk to her. Okay, got it. So, however close I need to be, I guess I can go five feet from her. I got gotcha. you. All right. Uh, Demon's gonna go. So yeah, she's gonna look at you. Uh, Tyler's being the person that's just gonna talk to her. Paz, she's gonna go. All right, well, if you say you're friendly, then we'll see about that. Give me a um, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Oh, man. I get advantage for uh, my hunter's bane when with uh, wisdom, uh, wisdom checks with phase fiend. Uh, uh, it's more for tracking, I guess, so I guess it doesn't count here. 
Okay. I was trying to see if I had anything that could help me. But fifteen. Hmm. She goes. Ha ha, well, you seem like quite the adverse adversary to have. You didn't even fall for my charming spell, you. Alright, I'll, I'll give in for now. I will not harm the child until I get answers on what's going on here. He looks at her. That's because I'm already under your charm spell. But thanks Ooh. for not killing the kid as I pick the kid up. <laughs> I don't think I'll let you pick the kid up because that was kind of her turn to do that to you. Yeah. But oh. I can say you're, like, by the kid. I thought I could sneak that in there. Okay. Sorry, I gotta play it fair. I let you literally have a whole conversation, like, six seconds of, of fighting. <laughs> Grab the kid by your ear. Come on. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Tinor. Uh, let's see. Is the pink thing in the corner just sort of minding its own business? Uh, oh, you're the first person to actually bring that up right now. Uh, no, it's creeping up behind Zero, looking pretty hungry. Mm, I don't think I can... Each tile is five feet, correct? That is correct. Let me see what my movement is. Where is that on the thing? Uh, 30 feet. I don't think I can schmoove over there. Where are you going? Oh, hey, I guess I can. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess I think you can I'll... go anywhere you want, actually. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, hmm. I don't know. I guess I'll go up to that then. I'll leave the clawed thing to you, lads, lasses. Um, yeah, I'll go up and fucking smack it silly. All right. Uh, and I. I uh, actually managed to read my character sheet this time, and I know that I have an additional attack now. That's so. right. Uh, okay, I need you to be specific right now of what you're using to attack it with. I am using the singing sword. Okay. What song we got? Uh, I, good question. <laughs> uh, hmm, I gotta think see here i'll do uh what's the song go like acapella there we go okay that was that was good claps let's see so that's one d20 plus eight Thirteen. Oh, okay. As you swing in at it, you notice like this little monster, this little bugger, this little bugger. Very fast. It just sidesteps right out of the way as the circle shoots right down next to it, as it's like protruding the sound. And you notice that like this little guy is now giving off this like aura that you couldn't see before till you were five feet by it. And you notice like. It's looking hungry and it stares <laughs> right over at your sword. Hmm. Uh, in that case, I'm going to. I don't want to fuck up this beautiful sword. I'm gonna. Since I already have the great sword equipped, I can just, you know, use that instead. Correct? I can put away the short sword and use the great sword. Or does that take an action? 
Uh, switching weapons. That in action. I think it's a bonus. Uh, you can start your weapon as one free action at the end of your turn, then draw a different weapon as one free action at the start of your next turn. Alright, so I... Hmm. So you can put a weapon away right now, and at the beginning of your turn next time, pull out a new one. Got it. So I still have an extra attack, so I guess if I can only put it away, I'm gonna swing with the singing sword again. It'll continue doing the same song. Perfect. Uh, let's try again. 23, 23 will hit. That'll mm -hmm. definitely hit. Alright. So, damage time. Roll 1d6 plus 5 plus 1d4. The d4 is not piercing damage, if that matters, because I noticed nope, that's, that. Uh, I, I hear you. That's thunder. Over looks like it's got like a shell. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if piercing damage is going to do a lot. Alright, whopping 8. <laughs> Whopping aimer. Nice. Alright. It takes it and goes it's still alive, right. but it it was definitely a good hit on it. Alright, and then I'll put the sword away. Alright. Alright, the little hooked boy is gonna go. And as Paz's character kinda back. Ember. Oh. Amber. I I had a thirteen. Amber had so a 13. Yes, Amber, please yeah. go. I did not write you. I will write you now. <laughs> wow. Rude. Um, okay, so... Let me see. Um, I'm gonna... Go after the... Um, what's that? That purple thing with the claws? That's like... As far as you're aware, that's just a hooked creature. Uh, well, first of all, we'll call it a hook horror. Hmm? It's called a hook horror. Hook horror, okay. Um, so, I'm gonna... Okay. Um, rush that thing. Is Pazros in the way, or like... Oh, he's there. So, can he... I just scoot past him? Yeah, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, um... Did you just scoop by me? <laughs> and uh can i cast the shocking grasp cantrip by touching the monster touch yeah okay so okay so i'll roll for that so that's a 12 12 does not wait hang on what is what does your spell say um, so I have to touch the creature and lightning springs from your hand to deliver a shock to a creature that you tried to touch. Does it say you make a, a attack roll? Uh, it, it does say you make a melee spell attack. Got it. Against melee the spell target. attack. Got it. Okay. Yep. So then 12. Okay. 12 does not hit. Okay. So as you move in to do it, it just kind of goes like, and like moves just like sidesteps right out of the way from like your hand as it like he like turns and it like just grazes past his turtle like shell oh dear yeah he didn't like that ember oh no you're gonna try to swing one of his hooks right at you oh no here it comes bam i that's uh, oh no don't, don't the girl in the granny go right now 
Or is this like a retaliation thing that I'm not sure about? A uh, hook rolled an eight. Granny and the girl rolled a seven. Oh. Huh? Oh. All right. Uh, I guess I was mistaken about that. Might be. It's okay. We're vibes. Yeah. So the hook guy is going to come in. And as you like try to grab it. Oh, I thought I thought that the slimy pink thing rolled an eight because I thought you did succubus then hook then pink thing, right? Wasn't that what you did? I wrote yeah, I, I wrote hook had eight. All right, it, and the pink thing had here, seven right? is what I wrote. Okay, with the last two there. Yeah. Just wanted okay. to make sure because yeah, the the rolls in the chat were thirteen seven eight seven. I knew that the last one was for the girl and the first one was for the succubus, but I. Yeah, I think yeah. I did. Uh, yeah, because Granny was the last one. Yeah. And then, oh, I see. Um, okay. We'll have the hook go, and then we'll just have the next guy go. Yeah. Um, hook will proceed to, like I said, so as Becca's character comes down, as Ember comes down with her shocking grasp to try to grab it, the thing's going to turn and look out and just uppercut into her with the hook as it's smiling. Oh, no. And it is going to hit for this much piercing damage. Uh, okay. 22. Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. What? Okay. Well, we got a crit, everybody. Come on. So it adds the full amount of its dice roll to its modifier. Same for if you guys get a crit, you know? Same thing. So it just comes up and goes. Bah! Amber, how much how you how much health you got? How you looking? Uh, I'm at sixteen out of thirty eight right now. All right, so we just won't do that again then. All right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that easy. Um, all right, well. All right. Graham and the girl are gonna go. The girl is gonna go. Hey, uh, Mr. Lizard. Talking to like Pazaros is right by her. Mr. Lizard, he's not uh -oh. here. I don't know where Mr. He's Lizard is. It's okay. I'll have Graham go then. on mute. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> so go. Then on mute. Go. Uh, Mr. Lizard, what's going on? Oh, um, you know, just a little fighting. I suppose you're scared, but it's going to be okay. Were you flirting with that girl with the, the wings? What? What? Uh, uh, Wait, how would she even know what they were saying? You, oh, were you speaking to... Oh, no, infernal. no, you're right. You're right. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. It was Infernal. I take that back. Uh, he's Thank sweating you. Sweating that you <laughs> taught you that. Oh, I take it back. I forgot it was Infernal. That's a big kid word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do something uh, funny, but now I won't because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Get fucked, idiot. <laughs> your entire plan. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I could hey. say, I could say it differently, but she wouldn't say that right now. Um, but yes. Uh, just some some fighting. Perhaps you should run behind us. Uh, uh, uh okay. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, Gran. Uh, look. I recognize this lady from town. Uh, um, uh, Graham, hi. Um, what's going on? Well, uh, listen here now. Why don't you go wait in the bedroom over there? And we'll be right with you. 
She goes, oh, uh, okay. Uh, these monsters look scary. She kind of goes like running back into the other room here. I'm trying to remember if Tabitha, I think Tabitha was Gentry's older sister. Maybe yes, I shouldn't yes, have made her be so young. That's whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll fix that next roundabout. Graham comes down well, here. To... She was just super annoying. Oh, I see. Annoying little sister. Yeah, so Graham's going to come down here. I thought there was a part here. I just wanted to read quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she does not have a baby voice at all. <clears throat> all right, I'll fix that next roundabout. Nope. Uh, Graham, on the other hand. Oh, yeah. Graham used to be like a boxer or something, right? She's getting in the fray. Uh, I'm reading to make sure. I don't know if that's entirely true. Oh, I think I, I made think her a boxer, was... though, in the mirror yeah, hall, you right? said, like... Perfect. Yeah. Because you said, like, Grandma's kind of a blank slate, so I'm going to make her a badass grandma. Yes, right. that's right. Okay. So, yeah, she's going to come in. She's going to try to hit this, this, like, creature that you just stabbed into. Hell, yeah. You're going to see she's packing the kitchen knife. Nice. The tool that every boxer uses, dude. <laughs> yeah, just rip out a shiz. I don't know. When you're faced with a monster, would you rather punch it or use a knife? A monster that you don't know at that. She got a 16. Dude, she was gaming. Eating. So she comes in with this, with this like kitchen knife, and you see as she kind of stabs it for for four damage there. It just starts as like stabs into the creature and pulls it out. It just starts to like dissolve. From being inside the creature, and she goes, "Well, that, that's not good." And throws it to the side. Now doesn't have a kitchen knife. Do I recognize it as acid, or is it something unknown to me? Mm -mm -mm. Oh, no, I see. So it just takes some corroding damage. So it starts to like break down a little bit. So she'll still hold on to it, but it's just broken down a little bit now. Mm. Does it do less damage or something? What Correct. Minus one to all the damage rolls. Ah, okay. Is that permanent as well? Or can you fix weapons in this game, or what? You Sorry, can? No, 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 no. You can. You can if you're like a blacksmith or something. To like, end of this adventure, you probably would have to go to, like, some metal, like, wizard mm, from, like, from, like work in, like, alteration magic that can, like, alter metals. <laughs> Mend. Mending. <laughs> For real, though, mending. <laughs> True. All right. After Graham goes, this big rusty boy is going to go. He's going to look at Ciro and he's going to go like... Nah, nah, nah. And he's going to try to... Are you wearing armor, I would assume? Ciro? Or, uh, I'm sorry, Tinor. Tinor. Tinor is wearing armor. Does Tinor have a shield or no? Tinor does not have a shield. Shields are for babies. Oh, sounds good. Uh, he's wearing chainmail. Chainmail, if thank you. So... Give me a dexterity saving throw as the little guy reaches out to try to touch you as he goes like Dex throw? Does it not do an attack throw? You're going to make a DC dexterity saving throw to avoid his touch. Dex is plus one. Nine! 
Oh no! It was so close to the twenty, dude. It was. It went to twenty for old back day. <laughs> As he jumps Rocky. up on you, and you're like, "Oh, what?" As the little thing just like hops up, like you didn't expect it to just spring. Mm-hmm. It like lands on your armor, and you just slowly start to feel it go like, bloop, 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 and like the armor on you starts to like bubble. As you like shake the thing off, and it lands back on the ground. Your armor now is a minus one penalty to its AC. All right. So good to know. If it drops to 10 or lower, let me know. All right. Um... All right. After the rest monster, I think we go back to the top with everybody. Zero. That's her thing. Oh, I'm up here. Oh, you're up there? Okay. I thought you were yeah. further back. Did you were talking yeah, about picking I didn't, up child? I didn't really... Yeah, I was talking to her. But like, but I thought it was I'm like, just... was it telepathic or was it actually speaking? No, it, it's a language. Gotcha. Because apparently it's I can just... speak telepathy, too. I didn't know if like, the oh, language was telepathic. Oh, no. Not that one. It's just another one. I don't know. Kitty knows she's muted. Or she's not here. Want to take a break? Paz, you could go first if you want. I doubt. Is it that or take a break? Yeah, I'll have you go and then have Kitty hop in. Okay. No, I just got back to my room. Sorry. Oh, there's Katie. Okay, Katie. Go for it. It'd be your turn. All right. So let's see what's going on here. If I hit the pink thingy, um, my sword will degrade. Correct. Yes. Right. Well, it didn't do it to Tinoars. Oh, uh, only the kitchen knife. Well. It has only done it to the kitchen knife, but you know that is correct. Well, just to be safe, I'll use my mace instead. See what happens. That's the same. Do you have to be within 10 feet or 5 feet of the guy? Oh yeah, I'm going to have to scooch over here. Oh yeah. Um, you are moving away from the hooked horror. The hooked horror will try to hit you. Oh, fun. I messed up earlier. Hooked horror should hit two people. But. Okay. Uh, seven, uh, 12. On zero. Uh, 12 doesn't hit me. No. Alright, yeah. So as you're running away, it goes like, nah, and it just misses. Okie doke. Yeah, Sierra's taking care of the pink thing first. I like how Ember I gets... I rolled a 17 17 hit. hits. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. I like and how Ember gets whopped, and then everyone's like, quick, run away from it! <laughs> oh, I was just more so thinking, because that was... No, that's all good. Like, you, you, you have a shot of the other potential... Girl's out of the way. You have a potentially killing him here-ish. I don't know how hard okay. you hit for, but... So the mace... But I hit it, yes? Oh, yeah, 17 hits, yep. Okay. Is that the mace? That's the mace. Sex damage? Okay, what type of damage? Uh, that is, I believe, it's a mace, so it would be bludgeoning. Okay. As you swing the mace on in, into it, you're going to notice, like, when you put your mace back out of it, your mace is, look, has, like, little bubbles in it. Like, some of it melted as it hit him. Okay. So your mace has a minus one penalty. Okie doke. To damage rolls. 
If it drops, if it does it four more times, let me know. Which I don't think okay. it will. Because this thing is, after that wallop, is looking pretty beat up now. But, you know. Alright. Alright. Hazaros. Unless, did you have anything else you want to do, Ciro? I'm sorry. Uh, I'll tell Grant just to go with the girl for now. We got this. Uh, okay, if you'll show her. She runs back into the bedroom. Okay. Hazaros. Alright. What's good, everybody? What you doing? Um, let's curse what? Uh, the creature by a ember. I'm going to give him a blood curse of bloated agony. So they're going to painfully swell until the end of my next turn. They have disadvantage on strength and dexterity ability checks and take 1d8 necrotic damage if it makes more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. Okay, so what does it do right now to it? Anything? No. Okay. They're just cursed. Gotcha. And then that's it. Um, I will tell the party, um, do not attack. What's your name? As I say, an infernal to the demon. What did you wait? You said you were saying to the party, and then you were saying saying to the demon. Who are you talking to? Do not like. I'm, I want to tell the She's party saying not to, to us not to attack the demon. And, and I need her name. Her name of the demon. Sorry. So I need the demon's name. Are you asking the demon for its name? Yeah, an infernal. All right. What are you saying to her? What is your name? I would like to tell the party not to attack you. He goes, ha, my name? Well, I suppose you can just call me Cynthia for now. That will do, Cynthia. I am Pazaros. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, Pazaros. You as well, Cynthia. So, Ed Cobbin, I will tell them... Do not attack Cynthia. She is a prisoner here. You're saying that like in common, everybody? In common, yes, to the party. And she, th that's my turn. She goes, Well, I may be a prisoner, but I can still fight the likes of these things. And she flies over to the hooked horror creature. She's going to make a wisdom save. Oh my gosh, she's a badass. <laughs> She get does she the thing is disadvantage on what kind of saves from your bloating thing? Strength and dex. Strength and dex. Okay. Somehow this this hooked creature gets a plus one. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Be that way, I guess. And if it makes more than one melee or ranged attack, it takes one d eight necrotic. Well, I rolled a nat twenty. Ooh. So. It doesn't get affected by whatever the sucky, whatever the demon language was going to try to do to it. That's crazy. Alright. Sounds Alrighty. good. Turn to me. It is uh, Tinor, yep. Alright, what do I want? Uh, question. With the extra attack, can I attack, yeah. then move, then attack? Or not? Sorry. 
It's, I think the so. specific wording is you can attack twice whenever you take the attack action on your turn. No. Then I assume you do it twice in that action. So you Got either it. move and then do both? <laughs> yeah, because that's what I'm assuming it says there. Alrighty then. Um, in that case, I think I'm going to take out my halberd. Uh, as the bonus action of, you know, equipping Oh yes, a new again. weapon. Mm -hmm. So then I God, will... 1d10? Okay. Attack this pink thing in front of me. Uh, I love how your character just, like, hid that. Hmm? I might know where that even, like, is. Yeah, that's like I a hand trapped his back. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, sixteen. Oh yeah, that hits. All right. Uh, so that is. Ryan, I don't know what you're about to start posting in checks. I only see the text Tinor with the ladies, but I'm already <laughs> concerned. <laughs> 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 it's just a picture of this like orc dude even though you're not an orc you're goliath but like smiling with like a um halberd over the back of him all right i don't know what that means uh it does concern me though <laughs> five five damage to this grotesque thing all right and i'm assuming your halberd is made of metal because it's I would a halberd so. so that is going to uh take a minus one penalty this thing is goes that, like, uh... this is getting like sliced and chopped. This is barely standing. Mm. Is that to hit or to minus one to damage rolls? Minus one to damage rolls. All right. So instead um... of a plus three bonus, it's just easier probably to say plus two. If... Yeah. If it's still standing, then it I is. will attempt to hit it again. Oh yeah. Back end of it this time. He spun one way, stuck it one way, and he's going to spin counterclockwise the other way. Right. Oh, yeah. That is not the right thing to roll. That is not. I need a d20. <laughs> My apologies. Okay. Oh, yeah. 22. 22. That'll definitely hit. Man, looks like I count that last you, roll. You're going to kill it. No matter what you roll, it is going All to right. die. All right. Uh, 11. It's Beautiful. mega dead. I'll let you describe how you take brain. out this like little small monstrosity. Uh, Medium monstrosity. It's got a stupid little pink head. Uh, so I'm gonna take the back end of my halberd and just fucking crush the thing underneath the back of the halberd. The the head of the thing. Nice. Takes another minus two penalty, but nice. Yep, another minus two. Yes. Oh, no, well, minus one. Each, okay. each, time, minus each time you hit it, right? So it had minus one before, minus one again. Oh yeah, that, that was supposed to be only ten damage, by the way, but, you know. That's if it's, fine. You know. It, yeah. it had three health, if I'm being like, honest. Like, this thing is fucking huge now? Ryan, you gotta mention that this thing is taken up two by well, two. Well, yeah, I just noticed it's a large monstrosity. My apologies. <laughs> I thought it was small. The thing looks small in all its pictures. I'm, like, it? looking at all my equipment and stuff, and then I tab back in, and this thing has <laughs> quadrupled in size. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a large monstrosity is, okay? I don't know why it's so big. Don't, I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you. So that part, right. I just come back and the thing, like, grew. <laughs> what yeah. happened? Yeah. So that boy, oh, the little rust monster's gone. Yep. Fun fact for everybody right. at home. That's a way to, like, wreck your, wreck your low-level party. That thing's only a CR half. 
But destroying those sure. weapons early? Like an army? You fight like three of those things? Oh boy. Uh, quick question. What would happen if I did an arm strike? Would it just deal damage? Correct. Like corrosive damage? Okay. That's what oh, I'm no, wait. Doing. What do you mean? Like to you? Just a... Yeah, like no. if, if I just Nothing. Nothing would have happened to you. Ah. If well, you use metal weapons specifically, stuff... Metal weapons or metal armor specifically, stuff happens. Alright. That's why your magic sword didn't do anything. Like that. Because ah, it was okay. magic. Ah. The gathering. Anyway. Anyway. I digress. Um, okay, after Tinor goes Ember. Fighting this hook boy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Ember suffering here. Um, <laughs> Gets walloped. Everyone else is busy playing with the beetle. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so the old lady and the kid are kind of away from the curtained area, right? They're yeah, so you can go full away. Super Saiyan and not worry about their eyes bleeding. Cool. Um, <laughs> you have wild magic see. surge and stuff too. I don't remember when that happens, but that's a thing. Oh, when does that happen? Can, um, I, I think look. that happens once when per I cast... turn. Oh, I can have you roll a d twenty immediately after you cast a spell of first level or higher. Okay, so we're fine still. Yeah. Also, that other one was a cantrip, but um, yeah, so that's fine. Yeah. Um. Now you can use whatever you'd like here. Okay, so I'm still kind of close to this beetle thing, right? Well, beetle thing the beetle thing is dead. <laughs> you got this hook horror. At, oh, the hook been, horror. And then slashing at you. Right yeah, the okay. Got my monsters mixed up. And it's starting to so blow. Kaz, yeah. Kaz put little oh, bubbles on it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's gross. Kaz just cursing um, you. Like, yo, get the plague, dog. Grandma having PTSD is all there. No, Grandma forgot I'm about to it. Flirt. Let this thing blow, all right? <laughs> okay. Let it swim. <laughs> um. So let's see. What is this? Okay, this is more of a ranged thing. I don't know. I was sitting here trying to figure out what to do. Um. Let's see. Um. I might do. Oh God, I'm sorry. I'm bad at making decisions. You're okay. Um. <gasps> oh. God. Holy crap. I was just reading something, sorry. You're fine. You're good. It's not it's not it's not you guys avoided the bad situation that I was going oh god to. It's it's fine. It's, it's... Okay. Um Oh wait, maybe I don't want to do that. Cause that's, <laughs> that's And then you'll blow up. And then you blow up. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um I'm going to do, I'm going to use another cantrip then. Um, I'm going to do fro Ray of Frost. All right. Um, okay, so I'll roll for that. Hopefully it hits this time. Okay. I imagine that'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. 23, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Ray of Frost. Um, is a frigid beam of blue-white light that streaks toward the creature. Uh, it's a ranged spell attack, so on a hit it takes uh, 2d8 damage, um, cold damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. Okay, so he can't so, run away even if he wanted to. He's icy. So I'll do 2d8. 
what do I add to that? Just the plus four still? Or? I don't think you add a bonus to spell attacks. Okay. Oh, spell attack bonus. I think. Oh. Tied, you add both? You get your spellcaster boy. If it's a beef, if it's a plus four to hit, do you also add that? Because it's a spell attack bonus, right? Is that to the damage as well, to the spell look, attack? Well, like, my, my cantrip chill touch is, like, plus five to hit, but it's just a 2d8 Got it. So then it's just so. that one damage then, Becca. Okay. Hmm. No, mending takes a minute? What the heck? Oh, you gotta mend it, bro. I guess you're right. Three damage. Careful now. Wouldn't want to do too much damage. Don't want to spook him. <laughs> I don't know, because I have I have a different spell, but it would affect people that are also in range. I yes, I see your sheet. I mean yeah. you know <laughs> sacrifices have to be made, you know. It, if the if the group goes down in a ball of fire, that's you know, we had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you brought fire resistance. Looks over at Tina and Zero. I hope you guys all brought fire resistance. No. Um, okay. Cool. Hook Boyle's gonna go. Ember. He didn't like that. Uh, when do I have to declare reaction, by the way? Out of curiosity. When the thing happens to have a proc. Alright. So would that be on damage or on shit. shit what is your oh sorry back what is what is the thing that you're talking about uh stones endurance as a reaction reduce damage dealt to you by 1d12 plus two once for short rest oh it can be um when damage is rolled all right good to know yeah just want for future reference because i'm not sure if this thing is going to be smacking the shit out of me <laughs> oh i assume that it deal like 20 million damage again. well it quit last time dog <laughs> When, the, way that, the, the way that we do crits is that you add the full dice amount to the to the modifier, so it feels like a oh, real crit. Oh, okay, I yes. get you. Yes, so it added 12, because that's 2d6 ah, to the 4. Yeah. That's why it hit for a minimum of 16, of 18, actually. Yeah, that's, uh, so that's why it hit like a truck in the beginning. Pretty big. So Becca comes in and goes like, pew, pew, she sees little ice beams at him this time, and he's just like, rah, rah. not having it. But the second hit will go on the succubus, so... Yeah, I just saw what it was. Kill me. Alright. Oh! Yikes. Oh, right. oh succubus girly. Oh no. I told you no. What do you mean you told- you didn't tell the hook thing no? No. The demon lady. I don't think you told her either. I think you just <laughs> told us. <laughs> Ty, you sound super quiet and far away. I cannot hear yeah. you. Sorry. What did you say? Nothing, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't mean to distract you, I'm sorry. It's okay, I'm not mad. She's just gonna take a gentleman's 23 damage. <laughs> this thing is fucking hacking. Bro, this yeah. thing is ripping people apart at the seams! <laughs> Alright, but Ty, it takes damage, right? Right? You did its second attack? Yeah, it takes 1d8. Oh boy! Oh yeah, doesn't it have to, if it's doing two attacks, doesn't it have to take 1d8 twice? No, I think it's just on the second attack. If it makes more than one. Oh, if it makes more than one, my bad. Yeah. I can't pay attention. 
All right. Yo, that was a nasty hit on this. this Are you be... rolling it or am I? What? Am I rolling what? Oh, you did it. Good. Oh, yeah, I did. Sorry. I just went. All right. Um, nope. Graham doesn't have a turn. The beetle's dead. All right. Right to the top. Zero. All right. So we're also just attacking the big thing. The hooked horror. So, we're only just attacking the big thing. Yep. Oh, I gotta hop back to my sheet. I was trying to add the modifier. Alright. Um. We'll just do a nice, um, long sword because why not? Can't go wrong with a long sword. gonna hit 24 no hits and if y'all were betting people what has more health right now the demon lady or the hooked horror what would you say i mean the fact that you're asking makes me think that it's the demon lady but if you hadn't asked i would 100 say the hooked horror yeah taking a nice five damage it takes a nice five all right cool has Oh, Rose. So Pazaros is going to cast Chill Touch and create a ghostly skeletal hand around the large creature. Um, Give him the EBGBs. The EBGBs. Let's see if it hits. I cannot believe the CR of these creatures. It's just boggling my mind. Hey! hey right. So the effect is 2d8. Plus 16. Mm -hmm. Damn. Well, you guys were due. He's only been slinging out heaters. True. <laughs> there's more of you than there is of him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll add the 16 right to this. Thank you. There we go. 24. 24. I'd like to see it. 24 uh, necrotic damage. And it can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Nice. And the hand is clinging onto the target's, like, throat. Just gripping. Ah, it has a big throat. It's a big hand. It's, yeah, it's a big hand. <laughs> it's that easy, dude. It's one of the hands from the, the, the Scooby-Doo. Is it undead, Soul by pool. the way? Is it undead? No. Okay. Cool. Alright. Well, she's gonna go. Alright. You know, this thing's not like... I thought this thing would be, like, cool. And this thing can hit, like, a truck. But only in certain circumstances. No kidding. Huh? <laughs> no kidding. No, no, the succubus. <laughs> the succubus lady. Oh, the succubus. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Hotor? Yeah, yeah. No, no, that thing can hit, like, a truck. This thing hits like this thing can you know deal like five d ten plus five when it needs to, but when it oh needs my. to is a small, very small circumstance that it that it cannot do to this thing. So, alas, I suppose she's just gonna try to claw it. Nice, oh, claws yourself. No. <laughs> oh, I don't know if we've had this yet for the for Becca and Tim, but uh, I have a fumble chart. Let's see what we got. 60, of course the demon gets 66. Why would it not? Yeah, it's, only, it's only fitting. Alright. 
without the crit fail thing in check, it its roll would have been a six as well. So six six six. There you go. Yo. Yeah, you're right. It was a crit one okay. plus five is six. Six six six. Oh my god. Oh boy, revealed intentions, everybody. Uh so because she's not an enemy and she's an ally, you and your allies are all gonna suffer disadvantage for your next attack. Yay! Hey. She was Trick so loud, and by her like screaming, the thing's now on like high alert, looking all around, ready to jump mm. after anybody moves at him. <laughs> all right, Tinar. Yeah, I gotta think here. That was called that that ability. There was called uh, revealed intentions. So it was like she, the thing's now like looking all around. Like, okay, okay, the wizard's there. I don't care about her. She's been tickling me, but this big guy, this big guy with the big axe. Alright, uh, he's not speaking, question. Of course, so he's thinking, yeah. So if yes. I'm assuming that huh? uh, it's not going to play out the way I want, but if if I use an action surge, do I get an additional bonus action as well? Because it says you can take one additional action. Correct, you'd be able to hit three times. Well, it'd be four times, but I want to know if I can put away four. my halberd and How draw would it be my... Four? Huh? Because action... I can... You have your action... If I choose to attack, I get two attacks. So if I attack twice, then I get four attacks. Action surges, you can take one additional action on your turn. Yeah. You have your regular attack, extra attack, action surge. Steady. Extra attack. Actually... Whenever, I, whenever I take the attack action, uh... I can attack twice. That's what extra attack does. Uh... What I'm trying to figure out is if I can put away the halberd and take out the uh, Tasha's sword. Right now, as well. I'm gonna assume it's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, at the end of your yep. turn, you should have put it away to take out the new one. But fine. Well, in the future, I had just taken out. I had taken out the halberd on my previous turn, so. Mm -hmm. Oh, I so you couldn't put, it, put away. it away. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, am I just sticking with the halberd here, then? Sure. And at the end of the turn, you put it away, and if this thing's still up. All right, yeah. Tide did, did a good number on it. It's still looking pretty healthy, but like Tide did a good number. I'm gonna. The disadvantage is only on the first attack we make, correct? Correct. You're next. Right, so, so your first I'm gonna... attack. Yeah, I'm gonna use action surge here. So I'm gonna be swinging in four times. This so... is your guys' first real fight. Aww. Yeah, I know. Cause... Because I got fucking stunlocked the, with the fucking mannequin things. Alright. <laughs> Ember's like, uh, never again. <laughs> 1d20 plus 6. Because it's only... The corrosion only modified the damage, correct? Correct. Just to make sure, yeah. Not correct. the attack actually to hit, but the actual damage it does. 14. And you have disadvantage. But 14 doesn't oh. hit. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, 14 does not hit. Alright, so then we'll go again. 17, dude. 20, 23 does, oh yeah. Yeah, alright, so slash roll 1d10 plus. It's only a minus 2 total, correct? Because I got corroded two times? That is true. Okay, just wanted to double check. Correct. 3. <laughs> Christ. Beautiful. Baby damage. Oh, why can't I pull out the stupid short sword? Alright, uh, here's my third attack. Ten does not hit. Fourth attack. 
12 does not hit. Yikes. All right. Like, Glad ah. I used my action surge to deal a whopping three damage. <laughs> this thing's bopping and hopping and jumping and popping and locking all over, dodging your axe swinging. <laughs> uh, and as a bonus action, I'll put the halberd away. Gotcha. All right, Ember. It is time. Okay. Um. So Ember is gonna no, step the fuck back because sorry, I should have first. Um, um, you're good. No, you're fine. Um, people do it. Um, okay. Question. Wait, are we not supposed to be cursing? This is news to me. <laughs> she was like, I was not told that fucking memo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Um, Ty, quick question for you. I know you're muted. People like to mute. It's fine. I was just wondering if if you, Becca, you have a choice here. If okay. you use your time, my question to you was, can people use their action to disengage or is that only a rogue thing? You can just disengage and that's your action that turn, right? Yeah. Okay. So Becca, you could take the action to disengage and then he won't swing at you for running away from him. Something to think about. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to disengage okay. because I fear forever. Yes, so like... you can attack, but you can back the you can eat up and jump back basically. That would be like your actions like the jump back. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. It's time for the hook guy go. Uh Tinor, he didn't like you doing that. Mm, yeah. I know, I did three damage to him. Oh, eight. <laughs> well, you swung at him four times. You had to dodge yet. Eight's not going to yeah. hit. Neither then use the second one on you because he just doesn't like that you tickled him. You grazed his kneecap. 22. That'll hit. Alright, it's only for a gentleman's. Becca, shout out for jumping back more squares because this thing actually has reach with its arms because it's a large creature. Yeah. 12 damage. Piercing. All right, let me think for a minute. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I probably don't need to, but probably doesn't hurt. I'm assuming we're gonna try to squeeze in a short rest after this. So I'm gonna pop stones endurance, reduce incoming damage by one d12 plus two. Okay, I'll let you roll for that. Already doing so. So I get hit for six. That's actually not too bad. Alright. After the hook goes zero. We're just gonna try oh, I don't know what bitch. Um, we're gonna bop it with the sword again. Because I can. Hopefully. Sword bopping? Oh you got real quiet. Fifteen hits, right? Yes it does. Magic number. Okie doke. Try and bop it. Do me a favor though. Whole you have to five. roll that 15 again because you get disadvantage. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Sorry I just good. forgot. Nope. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Ty, Paz. Yes. Can you hear me? I can. Alright. Alright. Uh, As a bonus action, I'm gonna imbue a weapon strike, being my long sword, um, to strike for an extra 1d6 damage of 
uh, fire damage. And it's magical, so it won't, uh, it won't be affected by that ability. Um, no, I'm gonna, these are rolling with disadvantage to hit, right? Only the first attack. Okay. Yeah, because I do have extra attack. Okay. So 17 was your lowest. Or 20. Unnatural 20 was your lowest. Yeah. Yeah. That hits. Cool. Mm -mm. So. That's going to be. Two D six plus four for the weapon. Nice. And then one D six fire. Sorry, give me a sec. So the great sword as Pazaros runs up next to the giant beast and slashes into it, does eleven damage with the sword, and the magical energy that is imbued around it. Deals oh, one tiny fire damage. Wow. <laughs> Where'd you learn those moves from? Tim doing three damage in four actions? No, I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My he's master like, told like, me I'm, everything I know. I'm only learning from the best. <laughs> Alright. Uh, demon's gonna go. All she can really do right now is claw. The thing decided to not want to get charmed. Charmed. Ah, nineteen. I guess we'll take it. If it hits, every bit counts. Oh yeah. All right. Good job, demon lady. Best hey, thing you could do. Nine damage. Your max damage. Look at that. Three right. times as much as I did last time with four attacks. <laughs> she did three times as much as me, and I did four things. <laughs> All right. After her goes Tinoir. Happens, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take out the short sword. This guy's looking a little, a little pink and bloody, by the way. Ooh, I like that you changed the color of it. Yes, I figured that feature Where out. You go <laughs> very fancy. So proud of you. It's cool. Now you can be like, oh yeah, this thing's looking bloody. Okay. <laughs> Not super bloody, but you can definitely tell like the nicks and the claw slashes and the axe cuts and Pinor's sword over the top of the head. 19 hits. Oh yeah. Uh, roll 1d6 plus 5 plus 1d4. I think that's right, right? Let me double check. Yes, I think right. Wait, why is this? Hmm. Oh, did it accidentally delete all the customized stuff I put on this? All right. Uh, yeah, I think that's what happened. Sorry, I've got the stuff sort uh saved in the D and D Beyond thing, but I guess it just removed the customizations I put on it. So oh, I will reapply those. It's not too bad. It's just, you know, plus two to hit and plus two to damage. Uh, anyways, roll to see. Uh, 11. 11. Not bad, not bad. This thing and... is looking banged up, y'all. 
We'll do it again. 15. Does that hit? 15 exactly hits. You might finish him, Tinor. You might take out the trash at night. Big money. 10. Oh, my God. Oh, say it ain't so. I say it so. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, uh, oh, it goes. Okay. Well, then it'll go. (laughs) All right. This thing is like dropped to one knee after that attack. Yeah, Tinor, he didn't like that. He, no, no. No, 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 no. All right. Amber, tell me you got like fucking magic missile or something. (laughs) 10 doesn't hit you. Mm-hmm. I was like, 10 doesn't hit. No, no, he's hitting Tino. Oh. oh, I didn't. What What about Amber? Doesn't she, she goes right after me. Oh, what? Amber! Yeah. Take him out. Dumbass. Yeah. I even oh read in my notes. I looked right at it, as I said, for the hook guy. Oh, Amber. my God. Jumping the gun. You can blow him with the wind. All right. No pressure, I... but uh, you don't... better hit. <laughs> no. no, I don't like Amber, I I lo- I'm looking at your spell list, and you definitely have utility. I know, but like, I don't want to do the thing that will hurt people. Uh, e- no. Come on, just sneeze on it, dude. Like that'll kill it. <laughs> Becca, no, you're. I don't know what the range is on that one, but uh, no. No, is in don't or no, is in do it. Uh, what's the range on it? Never have I heard no, as in do it. <laughs> um, oh, twenty foot radius! Oh, that they—they they, no, everyone gets it by that. I—I I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not the uh, best idea. It's like it's like it's uh, like Becca. It's so dead, Becca. I got this. Get something in forty foot radius, and it's everybody. Um, <laughs> including Gra- no Graham and Chitlin would get affected. Oh no. yeah. God. Pull the lever. Should I just try another one of those cantrips again? Um, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. The last one didn't work out well. Um, You have nothing that's like... Just unstrike it. (laughs) He's like, I am not going any closer to that thing than I need to. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to go closer to it, but like... Right. I can tank some hits, and I'm also counting Ryan's yeah. first roll as the first uh, attack oh, okay. by it because That's fuck fair. you, Ryan. That's um, fair. Do you have a dart <laughs> or a dagger or anything? Well, yeah. I'll, I mean, Becca, like you could use Ray of Frost. That's sixty foot. I know. Or Mage That's hands. what I was thinking. No, Mage Hand doesn't deal damage. Yeah, you go for the Ray. You go for Ray of Frost then. Okay. It's just I used that last time and it was like did not deal much damage, but it's listen. It sounds like it'll die if a gust of wind hits it the wrong way. So like just while that is correct, and while Becca does have gust of wind as spell, gust of wind. (laughs) I don't think gust of wind would work in this situation. No, it does not deal damage. It just blows. It's the way I said that again. 16, Becca! That's what we needed! Do you kill it, Becca? Do you get it? Do you get the dub? Do you get the dub? This is the first attack she's done since Succubus gave us all exposed. Does she need to roll disadvantage? Oh. Does that only last for the turn? Nah, it does say you're next. You and your allies all suffer disadvantage for for everyone's next attack. So, Becca, yeah, I need a disadvantage. 
Yeah, Let's see it. Oh. Let's see so it. Just roll higher. Roll a nat 20. Oh, yeah. Just roll a nat 20. Beat it up. Shardu's boss back in. 22. What'd hey, I tell you? There you go. 16. Hey, Good. Easily. Now, now, don't roll a 1. Okay. How much damage does Ray of Frost deal? 2d8. Oh, it's impossible right. for you to roll a 1. Then. Uh, don't roll a one with both of them. Oh, say that. Boy. Don't roll a one with both of them. Let me see. Oh, hey. <laughs> all right, Becca's like, I came to play, dog. Twelve damage for free. No spell slots. Hey, Becca. Yeah. You want to describe how this thing literally beat the snot out of you, and then you just like destroyed it? Yeah. Let me hear it. How are you taking it out? Okay. Oh, I, I get to describe it. Okay. Yes. Um. So, Ember. Uh, who's had, you know, kind of disengaged earlier and is kind of just, you know, watching, seeing this creature, you know, on it, on its last legs now, um, basically uh, holds out her hand uh, and these blue-white uh, streaks kind of uh, rush toward the creature um, and they hit the creature... Uh, in like this frozen beam of light um, and it gets hurt. <laughs> I'm not good at describing things. It's okay. It was cool. I'm for it. Let's go. Alright, so this thing drops after getting hit, right? Mm-hmm. Bam. He's, <laughs> he's just gone. <laughs> for context uh, to the viewers at home uh, Ryan rotated the picture 90 degrees when he said it dropped and then just put a big X over it it's, when he said it died it's gone got wrecked I don't know what me moving inside of it has to do with that Ryan but yeah alright <laughs> so loot the body <laughs> Uh, this is a hooked horror. Yes, hang on. Alright, who feels like they should be able to loot this thing and who feels that they should loot the other one? Uh... I want to loot the hook horror. You think Becca yeah. should after getting like smacked up the wazoo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think uh... Becca said yeah. Yes! <laughs> yeah. I think it's cool. I... I guess I'll loot the bug then. Do I have to roll for that? Or yes, hang on. I'm looking right now on the, on the thing here. I'm just looking to see. I found something, but I don't know if it's exactly what I want. I think it is. No. Okay. Uh, Tim first or Becca? Becca, we'll do you first. Yep. What do I roll? Just d20? Yes, we'll see if you can harvest anything off of it. <clears throat> 15 a okay so with a 15 becca mm -hmm. you get you get, you're able to harvest off its two hooked hands interesting and they can act as war picks or grappling hooks if need be grants nice. advantage on strength athletics checks make to climb so if you attach ropes to them and throw them up you get advantage when you're climbing <laughs> random thing nice. uh oh and then back up. Give me another d20. We'll see if you can get the other part of it. 
the the rare loot, if you will. Two. No, that's fine. It, it wasn't anything yeah. you could use anyway, but it just would have been an interesting thing. Well, it was, but you it can't was, just leave us more fence It was like a this. hooked horror's carapace. Carapace? Mm. Do you know what a carapace is for those on Those is the hard upper shell of a turtle, crustacean, arachnoid. The shell that it had. Mm. And, you can, and it would act as a shield. Oh, and okay. it could be carefully crafted into grotesque plate armor. If you bring it to yeah, a black shield. for pussies anyway, it's, cool. so it's fine. <laughs> that was the rules, right, Ty? Yeah. Yep. As he's got a shield. Um. <laughs> Tim, I'm looking now. Okay. Uh. Okay. Give me a D twenty. Your check's gonna be lower to get it. What the fuck is Tyler rolling? It was an accident. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got a whopping nine. Okay. For your nine, give me a D two. Uh. Let me try to spell roll correctly. And it's the worst R-O-L-E all the time, man. <sighs> one. Nice. You're able to break off one of its antenna. Ooh, and look at me go, dude. The antenna can be used <laughs> as an improvised weapon. On a hit, if the target is wearing non-magic metal armor or a non-magic metal shield, its AC is penalized, lowered by one. If the oh, antenna nice. is touched to a non-magic weapon... The weapon receives a permanent minus one to damage rolls. If the target is not a weapon or armor, the antenna destroys up to a one-foot cube of non-magic metal. The antenna can be used to rust an object once before it loses its property. A one-time use of a weaken effect. It's not bad. Not best, but not bad. Definitely not bad, I'd say. Just whack him with an antenna. Alrighty. You just rip the car radio antenna off and you just kind of beat people with it. That's exactly what I was thinking of when he said antenna. <laughs> Alrighty, so we've killed all the monsters in here. We've gained an ally in the succubus, I assume, for now at least. Yes, yes indeed. She looks, she looks at everybody and goes, Well, that was an amazing fight, everybody. Good job. Especially you. And she goes over to Ember. She goes, I know oh. you certainly took a wallop just like I did. <laughs> um, so Ember kind of gets a little uncomfortable around the succubus and just kind of looks away and doesn't really say anything. And it's kind of awkward. Oh, goes, shit. Because like a fucking demon killed their dad or whatever. Yep. So <laughs> <she breaks her. laughs> That's fucking good character. I forgot. Good job, Uh, Becca. I forgot. It's okay. It's it's okay. (laughs) That's fucking good. Alright. She goes, Well, anyway, thank you all again. Um, Mind if I ask fellow lizard man what is going on? Why are we all here? What what happened? Fellow lizard man. Why does everybody call me a lizard man? Well, you look like a big old kimono dragon, if you will. That's rude. Unless you got wings. Yeah. Right. Show me yours, Th- I'll show you mine. Bro, I got them right here. What do you mean? <laughs> no. We'll go for a lizard's life. <laughs> he's just, uh, he's a, uh, what's it, you're a dragonborn, but you got the kimono yeah. dragon, not the other end. He's <laughs> <laughs> haven't grown my wings yet. Leave me alone. <laughs> What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> oh, I'd like a kiss. 
The minute's up, right? Like, <laughs> he doesn't have to obey that. Just to check. Oh, yeah, that one. Up, I feel right? like we've been in um, on combat yeah, long enough. Each combat section is supposed to be like six seconds per move or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely over ten, you know, turns of people doing things or whatever. I will say, Tyler... Or Pazaros, you did roll well to not be charmed by her originally. So you yeah. technically aren't forced to, nor are you charmed by her. So you definitely do not have to. It is entirely up to what you think Pazaros would do right now. That's alright. Good. What'd you say? No, yeah, that's alright. Oh, oh, is my mic acting up? It, it was for a minute. It seems better now, though. Oh, okay. Um, Pazaros is going to refuse. They, um, <clears throat> no, I do not want any of that right now, not in front of the party and all. And she goes, ha well, uh, suit yourself then. And she turns to proceed to start to walk away. So. She goes, so, can anybody actually tell me where we are right now or what's happening? Because so far I've just heard, we, I've woken up in a room and we've fought a bunch of monsters to save a child that I really could care less about. Well, right now we're... In Tasha's wagon, or something along those lines. And mm. we're, the four of us are a band of adventurers uh, hired by the king to figure out why this town wasn't paying their taxes. And it turns out it's because everyone disappeared. We're thinking that this is due to Tasha, so we're out to go find her and see what happens. She laughs and goes, Huh, well, that's, I guess, your earthly kings for you now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, the kings from where I'm from would actually go in and help do the dirty work themselves, but none- nonetheless. Ember looks a little, uh, triggered by that. <laughs> oh, yes, there's something bothering you, girlie. Uh. Don't worry, please. don't worry, you're mature in time, I'm sure. She turns around and continues to walk through the curtains. Mature? What does that mean? She just laughs as she walks through the curtains and heads into the bedroom. So you guys are still in this, like, habitat area. Yeah. Hey, demon. When we find Tasha, it's probably gonna end in bloodshed. You wanna come along with us? Maybe take some revenge for being trapped here? Why is she big? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <Accident>, <laughs> dog. Leave me alone. I just play it. Got gigantified into a two. So are you guys area. like coming out of the area, or you? What's yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Okay. We're, we're... So, Ryan, how does she respond to my proposition of her tagging along with us to go beat the shit out of Tasha? Thirteen. He goes. Well, quite in all honesty, I'd just like to return back to where I was, if I'm being honest, and let my fellow demons come in and deal with this later, but. You do strike a bargain. What about these two? She points at the um, at Graham and Tabitha. We're just trying to get them out of here. Got to do our jobs after all. She laughs and goes. Uh, oh yeah, what were you saying? Sorry. No, if you were saying something. Sophia, right you, you mentioned wanting to go back to where you came from. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. I have an odd question. But Shoot. Does where you lived look like any of the models on this table here? Ah, 
That's a good question. Kind of odd bedroom. I wouldn't really pick the sheets myself, but yes, let me take a look at these models quick. Oh, yes, there's Avernus right there. Those that don't that know. That means she's um, taken everyone. Avernus is like demon hell, by the way. Okay. Uh, yeah, that oh, probably means that everyone. everyone there is gone. This is her trophy collection for towns that she's enslaved or whatever other nefarious deeds she's doing with all the inhabitants. We did, after all, um, release all the many souls in her bed. I know, good for you! She says in, like, a tone of, like, I mean, I wouldn't do that, but heck, you do you. Uh, she goes, I've only noticed just the third level of Avernus here, though. Hmm. All right, well. How about this? Since... I could care less about being here and all this stuff. Yes, yes, I was enslaved. I'd much rather just go home to my king and continue being a general in his army. As a thank you present to you for, how about this? Because honestly, I don't know if I could have beaten all of those things in there without you. Considering the, uh, big ugly, she points in there at the body on the ground. Well, mm -hmm. he, uh, dodged my charm, my secret weapon of my seductive charm. Ha! She, like, bats her hair. Anyway... How about this? She points over at the gram and Devin, then she goes, How about I take those two out with me when I head back on my way out of here, and that'll be that. Uh, well, thank no. you. W wait, where would you take them? Well, you said this wagon. Where'd you say this wagon was again? I was just going to go outside of the wagon to get back to the actually level ground and out of this void dimension that we're in. And thus, once we're out, I'll bring them with me and... They'll stay out, out wherever this wagon was, assuming they're even from here. And I'll head back underground. How's that sound? Hmm. I don't trust you. No, and that's fine, my dear. I don't trust you as far as I can throw you. But, nonetheless, it's up to you. I mean, because... She, she sighs and goes, My dear friend Mr. Lizard over there, I can sense you saw something traumatic just moments before we started the fight, did you not? Indeed. Now, do I pertain ask to what you saw, what happened? Am I allowed to know, I should say? Are you referring to the mirror? Ah, is that what did it, eh? Well. Oh, thanks. Owe me a kiss. What'd you say? I said, Jinx, you owe me a kiss. <laughs> She chuckles and goes, my dear, if I kiss you, you, you might not still be standing. Um, but, anywho. You referred to this as Tasha's wagon from her performance. Is that what this is called? Is that where we are? I believe so. Alright, what, what else has happened here in this wagon? She does in air quotes. Soul harvesting magic. Stupid mirrors. Not the lots one of over mirrors. There. Do, question, do we remember that we had a memory replaced, or no? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't. No, you remember him. Okay, he so didn't erase that he did it, or it did it, I should say. He didn't release oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Memory replacement. Just a whole lot of fuckery in general. And do you want to expose this child and this older woman to more of this fuckery? Mm. Or am I free to she go? She kind of sounds like she's saying, guys, 
I could care less about getting revenge. I just want to go in hell. You guys saved me. I'm just trying to be nice and say I can take these people or I can leave them. Either way, I'm outie. Zero's trust. Fine. Take them with you. Make sure they get back to the surface safely. He smiles and goes, and is that okay with you in the back? Looking at Ember. Ember just glares at her and looks away and doesn't respond. My dear, rather if you've had a run-in with some demon in the past or something, I can surely assure you we're not all like that if something severe happened. Well, yes, some of us are pretty cynical. I would just say some of us have different levels of insanity, if you will. Anyway, come on, girlies, we're out. Let's let's go, they're giving the all clear. Uh, um, alright, if, if, if you think it's safe. Tabitha goes running over the group. Like, uh, thank you all for helping us. Sentry yeah. should be waiting outside. Um, he told us to look for you. Oh, oh did he? Oh, uh, that's great. Well, hopefully uh, Cynthia can help take us out and we'll be set to go. Um, I don't really have anything to give you now, but while you all were in there, I did want to say, uh, coming from the the portal in the other room there, that doorway of that goblin face Grandma's telling me all about the adventure y'all were on. Um, I think I heard, amongst all the talking, my father. So, if you could hopefully try to get him back too, that would that'd be great. Thank you. Sorry, which doorway is she talking about? The one that leads forward or the one that leads That continues backward? on. Okay, I just wanted to double check, make sure. Yeah, we'll try our best. Have you heard any word of your mother? She looks down. I I honestly can say I haven't. I've just was brought here, and since I've been free, I could just hear my father's voice intermingled with those eating next door. Eating? Yes, they sound quite happy to be eating. Oh, I suppose we'll see when we look next. Well, when we head that way. Because, yes, I, I wish you the best of luck. I, I would go, but I didn't know if it'd let me come back. So, me and Graham were just waiting here. Because she said she didn't know, which was fair. Grant goes up to the group and goes, Well, everybody, it has certainly been fun. And she offers her hand out to shake everybody's hand. Fun's an interesting word. Ah, tell yeah. me about it. I'm spend a time with the old lady. And you too, muscle man. Muscle what? <laughs> Have you seen him? This is like... Yes. And she goes, Alright, um, Cynthia, I, I think I think we're good to go. Cynthia goes, Oh delightful, great. Alright, well, let's make do, shall we? Everyone grab my hands. And the two of them grab her hands. And you see that underneath her she's just chanting this like demonic chant, opens her eyes and is staring at Ember just to strike a nerve as like a uh, inscribing just appears out of the ground below her, like that she's writing something into the ground, and they just and they're gone. Mm. I didn't like her. Well, he was hoping that nothing fucked up just happened. That's alright. He's as good as her word. You just met her. <laughs> a single player did an insight check. It was fantastic. It's alright. They're bound by their word. It's okay. Trust. 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 As I said, it's okay. Trust. Yeah. Literally, what could go wrong? 
Nothing. Uh, well, I, I can would. think of quite a few things that could go wrong. <laughs> a few things. Anyway. That's just a formality. We took a bit of a beating back there. We'll say we take a bit of a break in this room. Seems pretty peaceful, all things considered. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, Ember's like yeah, Ember's yeah, like rubbing like her like gigantic bruise she got from. Yeah, it was piercing damage. So oh, just um, gushing. Yeah, from your Ember like wound like, there. Puts a hand to her, I guess side or wherever you know the hook hand thing uh, pierced her and is just like winces. Hmm. All right, so short rest. Short rest. Think so. I think so. That's a good spot. Where are you guys thinking about going next time? I guess the door. There's. Yeah, probably through the Presumably door. not any other options. I, yes, but I mean, are you going back to check out the other room? Are you continuing on through here? What are you What are you thinking? I don't know how much there is to check out. Yeah, I think we kind of look through everything. I mean, I have the teacup and the short sword. I mean, um, I know, like, this room, but I mean, like, I'm pretty sure... The, book, the problem oh, is the book's not true. specific. We could, go to right? the, we could go to the left, back into the room with the weird mimic thing, and then go to the left again and check out that room as well. But mm, that could be kind of dicey. Does anything happen yeah. during a short rest, by the way, besides all the short rest skills being refreshed? Uh, you get to all hit dice. Uh, what does that do? I believe. Let me check out your character sheet. Uh, nope, hit dice. You have you. sixty ten. You can roll to try to restore hit points that you've lost in the encounter. For depends on your class, but yeah. it does depend on your class. Yep. Right. Oh, okay. Ember has sixty six. She can roll up to that. So you could do like three. You could like roll one at a time. You could do different stuff. Anyway, while they heal up and I give them some XP, we will catch you guys all next time to hopefully figure out potentially the ending of this madhouse. We'll have to see. Mm. And remember, DM told me to realize that memories have the power to change your reality.